lion's feeling okay? <laughs> yeah. And um, well, it's Exploding Hats episode 140. Big, big episode 140 for, for more reasons than one. Well, huge. Just, huge. <laughs> huge. The junior of um, all episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Junior makes it seem smaller, though. It seems like it's like not quite a full episode where it's a, it, we mean it as it's, it's larger than life. And oh, why, yeah, why right. is that, Dave? Why is it larger than life? I don't know anything about it. I, 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 what's what larger than life? The show? Or yeah, Junior? the show. What do you mean? <laughs> oh. I, <laughs> I thought he meant Junior also. <laughs> See, thank you. I didn't know what this is going to want me to talk about. I don't want to no, talk I about it. No, I meant our special I guest. I, oh. Trying to segue in. <laughs> We're, we're sorry we're stumbling out of the gate we had audio issues everything was messed up but the good news is that the special guest there's been no issues at all he signed in he's on skype for the first time well not on the board us that is um the audio sounds good and everything's straight he's picked uh three movies well we picked the movies but we'll get to that in a minute anyway he's cashing his golden ticket we're really happy to have him here missile blah Mitchell Johnson, how are you? Good, how are you guys doing? I think he just called you Junior. I'm doing great. Mitchell Junior. (laughs) (laughs) We're having trouble getting out the gate. Do you guys see Mitchell or no? No, he's he's just a black entity. Are you, uh, you don't have to be on camera, Mitchell. No, you're more than welcome to be on camera. I just want to make sure that this is not an error on my end because I see a black entity as well. There's always an error on your end. Oh, wait. You can't say that. <laughs> oh, Black man. entity. Oh. Black entities matter. Well, oh, my Lord. Oh, he's a black entity. Again. Yeah, he's going to leave the show. He's going to be, I don't want to be part of this. Click. And he just hangs up. <laughs> I want no part. Welcome. 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 It's been, uh, we knew this show was happening for a while now. So it's, yeah. it's, it's great to... Uh, finally be here it's going to be like an 80s kind of vibe except for that hat that brandon's wearing that's more like circa 1993 <laughs> that was that joke <laughs> <laughs> don't ooh that mitchell what you, you know what i'm i'm self-conscious ever since you said that like the first time i wore it why does it look like a penis doesn't it no yeah, no for me it looks a little bit like a, a black penis <laughs> Looks like Junior. Oh. You black dildo. <laughs> I'm convinced Junior's a black penis. <laughs> well, he is theoretically. You know, oh. theoretically, Mike used to say that. You know, that I'm black from the waist down. So, <laughs> I mean, those are her words, not mine. I'm not bragging. I, I'm telling oh, you. Oh yeah, no, no bragging here. The no. balls are still white though. <laughs> it's a very oh, weird visual. <laughs> I hate my fucking balls because they've always been really ideal. Are they? Are they long? They're, they're long. Much as I love, as much as I love Junior, see, they've always been huge, which is great when you're a kid. But the older you get, you got huge balls. It becomes a fucking real. Yeah, they're, they're dangling now. You oh, sat on, terrible. you sat on them once or twice, haven't you? No, but I peed on them a couple of times. <laughs> peed on them. I haven't sat on them yet. Got some crazy ass balls. How do you pee on your own balls? Other well, than like because- Intentionally, that's how you do it. No, no. <laughs> like, like right now, if I pee, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get some on my balls. But if I'm actually standing to pee, there's no chance in hell. I can explain. Little known fact about Junior: as much as he is a good thing, when he's 
I hate to use the word again because I used it once before and I, I got a tease for it. But when he's flaccid, especially, you know, it, it, you know how most most guys penises like double in size when they when they, you know, when they when they get to their when they get hard. OK, sorry. But Mine, Brandon, Brandon's like, yeah, yeah. Basically, Dave's saying double. he's got a micro penis when he's flaccid. Yes, it's, really, it's not micro, but it, 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 it's smaller to the fact that like like what like right now, if I'm sitting down, it's actually. Right now I'm fine, but you know how you could be sweaty or something. You no, can dude, stand up. I get it. Like you, you got to leaf into through your, your scrotum. You, you got to leaf through balls to get to it. I've cracked the joint. Like you got to like it's that's like you're what like. I mean, yes. So that's how I pee. Okay. I I pee on my balls too. I, I understand what you're saying. It's... See, you guys made me sound like I was Mr. Fucking Mitchell. Have me. you peed on your balls? <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the point now where I have not. Well, I, I think I still got about 15 years before I do that. You yeah, must do it now before you continue on the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and I think now we got to send Dave one of those uh, toilet seats that have like the little, you know, like that foam on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a diva yeah, to, cup. Yep, to hold those nuts. Well, I'll yeah. take a foam seat. I'll take any seat over a fucking ceramic. I got, I got two ceramic seats in my house, and I fucking so hate them because they get cold. I hate them. You, you know, know what you I mean? Could buy I, like I, a cushioned seat for like five bucks, right? <laughs> like, don't you think I would have? This is this is my wife's doing. I'm wrenched. This is what I'm trying. I brought it in, but she, for whatever reason, likes these seats, and I'm a fan of the cushioned one. So rather than fight with her about it, I got a cold ass. What can I tell you? <laughs> oh, I take it one step further. I will not put the seat up or down. I just keep it up 100, percent and I sit right on the bowl. The crap, like right on the. <laughs> Fuck seats. I crap, the worst? I crap standing up right into my hand, and then I throw it in the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend who, when his dog takes a shit, he doesn't pick it up. He stands under it with the bag and lets him shit into the fucking bag. <laughs> the only thing, the funniest part that's going through my mind right now is Mitchell's probably going, what the fuck? I mean, I listen to these guys, but, like, literally, we're, like, five minutes into the show. We've talked about pissing on our own balls, shitting in our own hands. <laughs> like, what is wrong with us? No, it's, a, it's actually pretty funny. Um, I was telling Dave, uh, we recently just moved into a house. So having to change all of our mail, you know, they've been sending us like our credit card orders and stuff. Yeah. And my wife is like, my wife's like, what's Patreon? And I was like oh. trying to, I was trying to explain it to her. <laughs> I was like, you know, it's a podcast you pay for. And she thought I was crazy. She literally thought I was paying for porn again. Oh, like show junior. It was the funniest thing. I was like, yeah. I was like, trust me, this is this is what it is. It's just yeah, porn. Please. It's just it's it's all male porn of guys being on their balls. It's actually you have to. This is how you explain it to her, honey. It's way more depressing than that. <laughs> So she know that you're joining the show today at least? Like yeah, so she yeah, realizes I, it's I, not porn. I explained everything to her. Yeah, she does. Oh, is uh, she gonna she listen? Sees, yeah. I hope so. Oh, well hello. What's her name? Uh Leilani. Leilani, like Leilani well, Kai. You know what Leilani Kai is, right? Or no? No. No, Damn neither it. do I. <laughs> I don't know. Leilani either. Kai. Well, Leilani. I, I, you know what? I'm I'm dating myself. Mitchell, how old are you? I'm sorry. I should have asked. Um you. I'm twenty eight. Okay, you wouldn't. Oh, know. you're off the okay. show. Leilani Kai. <laughs> no, she was a female wrestler. She um, 
when when the Rock and Wrestling Connection kicked off, though the first WrestleMania, Cindy Lauper was involved. It was a big, huge thing. This is this is why wrestling is alive today because this happened, you know, a long time ago, thirty six years ago. Fabulous Mula was the women's champion for years. You know who that is. She, she yeah, she used to no, be at her no balls. balls. Oh. She used to be at her balls. That was a signature move. That's a move. Um, I can't believe. Anyway, Fabulous Mula was the champion for like 27 years. And she finally got beat by this girl, Wendy Richter. Now, Wendy Richter became the champ for a bit. And then the person that she lost to was managed by Mula. And her name was Leilani Kai. It was I a big like deal. I'm doing a show with Willis. You, you, you can, you can request a <laughs> refund at any moment, Mitchell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I apologize to both uh, you and your wife. Aw, <laughs> uh, oh, we got the aw already. Yeah, I have a niece. Her name is Alana, right? And you know she's in her twenties now or whatever. And but when she was a, when she was a newborn, my brother and I used to call her. Because her name was Alana. She was also called Miss Lonnie, Lonnie Girl, this and that. Well, we also called her for a short time Miss Leilani. So this, you know, it it comes full circle. So if things don't work out with your wife, we've got a backup for you. (laughs) 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 Just joking. (laughs) Because she's listening right now. I want to bring up a point. You mentioned that you're 28, not to keep bringing up your age, but I find that, like, again, I don't want to play the age card because everybody gets so, you know, amped up about like, oh, you doesn't have to, it doesn't matter about age. But I think it's very uh, interesting that you are such a fan of, of 80s horror because usually I would just suspect that at your age, you'd probably be a bigger fan of 90s horror because you would have grown up on that more so. No? Am I talking totally out of line? Yes. <laughs> no, honestly, uh, both. Like, you know, growing up, all the reruns on TV were all the 80s. And, yeah. you know, my my dad didn't really like horror. It was more of my mom that was really into it. So, cool. you know, most of the time when you turn on the sci-fi channel or one of the older horror channels, it was always some older 80s movie. And that got you hooked. Yeah, I was hooked. I mean, Child's Play hooked me and obviously Maximum Overdrive had me. I remember seeing Maximum Overdrive at a hotel on a family trip and it had, you know, when you would go up and all I cared about when we were pulling up to a hotel, I didn't care if it was a shithole, which it never was because my mom would never let it be. But if it's a color TV, HBO free and pool, as long as those words are up there, (laughs) the fact that color TV was still part of that (laughs) was, was hilarious to me. But Eight free HBO and pool. That's what I looked for. It could have mm. been like a Motel Three. I didn't care. <laughs> it could have been a Motel Hell. Yeah, <laughs> that was a better joke. <laughs> He's buried in fucking dirt. Is the fucking color HBO? <laughs> don't oh put the God. pig on don't put the pig head on me I don't want to finish the movie <laughs> don't put the pig head on me <laughs> but I saw Maximum Overdrive there and my dad he was like I'm going to bed because he hated it and he hated that wait 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 soundtrack he's like that is a complete rip off of Psycho which of course he's a huge Hitchcock fan and that infuriated him even more so I had to put the movie down because there's no headphones I had to put the movie down on low sit like right up to the TV to watch it so that my dad could get to sleep and we could get an early start to the next day but that was my memory of, of first seeing wow. Max- Maximum Overdrive 
Yeah, mine was honestly the same. Funny thing to um. You were with Christian's dad. Yeah, <laughs> you were the one. <laughs> um, it was possibly my dad's actually born in Christian's favorite state. He loves to bash here, <laughs> Alabama. Mm. Alabama. <laughs> I love Alabama. I don't know anything about Alabama other than the fact that it should be the prison state, as I keep mentioning. Oh, yeah, that's what everyone thinks, too. So it's fine. I didn't know that was a known thing. I thought people love, uh, I guess people that are in Alabama love Alabama. No. Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide on that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama. I always think of Forrest Gump, honestly. The fact that they even had TV there at the motels was a shocking thing. <laughs> you to Alabama. Radio. I know. They Stereo probably had the old wires on the TV. Yeah. Interesting fact. They had more TVs per room than teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Born and raised? Like, has he ever, does he, he doesn't live back there now, does he? No, no, no. He was just born there, but it's just funny because, you know, when you brought it up, I was like, oh, shit. Like, it's just another, like, something else that, like, would, you know, bring me closer, you know, into the show. It's like, oh, dang. Like, just the similarities, you know? Christian, you really want to know if his mom is also his aunt, right? (laughs) (laughs) It was rolling around up there. But I I wanted to feel comfortable being on the episode first. Yeah, let's step at a time. Okay, so Mitchell, here's what I want to know. How did you find out about this podcast? That, that's always intriguing. Oh, he's doing, never... doing data research, Dave. No, it's not because of that. It's, I'm, sure, I'm just curious. Data Take research. Listen to the, the metrics. I don't, I don't know why Mitchell I call it data research. Found us via one ad. Well, just um, just at work because, you know, I, I clean out houses pretty much every day, Monday through Friday. And just going through YouTube, you know, just I was pretty much podcast out. I was all the ones I was listening to. I either finished them or was always waiting on an episode. So stop. Sorry to interrupt. What were the other podcasts you were listening to? I'm just curious. (laughs) I was listening to mostly like sports ones like MMA. I listened to, you know, Rogan, Steve Austin sometimes. Right on. Okay. But um, yeah, like like horror, like like I said, like. I used to all grew up. I loved it watching it, and I kind of faded away, kind of towards the end of high school. And then I happened to the first episode I heard of your guys is was the the Friday Thirteenth retros. Oh right, yeah. that was on YouTube. Uh, yeah, the YouTube, and um, yeah, just listening to that. I mean, it took me two and a half days to listen to the whole thing, but <laughs> you know, but record it. <laughs> but after that episode, <laughs> I was I was hooked. And then from there, it went to, you know, starting to buy the blues again. And it kind of just brought everything back, like, full circle. Nice. Wow. I was like, you know, started going to the conventions again. It's just, yeah, the last four years have been nothing but horror again. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yes. I think we all I, went I through a little Lonnie's bit of it. I hope Respect you spending Is she a horror fan, too, spending. at all? Um, She'll watch what I put on. I kind of have an idea of what she'll watch and what she won't. Yeah. But for the most part, if it's a good story, she'll she'll sit through it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's exactly the same situation that I'm in as well. There are certain ones, like we watched, uh, well, my wife read Let the Right One In, so she wanted to watch both versions again. So we just did that. Mm-hmm. 
comparison. That would make for a good show. Uh, both movies right are great. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're both great. Uh, I think we both agreed. We just had this discussion right before recording that Let Me In actually tells the story in a better, more interesting way, we found. Um, both movies avoid the sub- the underlining theme of like the older people being absolute creeps and more like sexual deviants. And they make him more companion-like, which I think was necessary to make like a relatable character, like for the older character, right? Because uh, he's more of like a molester almost, in a sense, like in, in the book. I haven't read the book, I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm taking like information that my wife passed on to me. Both movies kind of avoided that and made them more likable characters. There are sequences that were filmed better in the Swedish version. Overall, we think we lean towards the let me in. Of course you do. Wow. Wow. <laughs> which was similar to my initial thought process back when when i said i liked them both but i i think i i i'd like to let me in more just Were you again eating it, swedish fish when you watch the swedish meatballs. version just swedish meatballs <laughs> oh. yeah yeah did you watch it at ikea yes well that's swedish <laughs> yes. for common sense right was a swedish chef with you at the time <laughs> yes <laughs> that's a muppet joke for you mitchell <laughs> It sounded like a donkey version. There was I was just going to say that. It sounded like, let's yeah. leave, it to, leave it to this ass to sound like a donkey. Right. Of course. A jackass. There oh, is. Oh, oh, oh yeah. you man. I didn't know how to turn her, her uh, camera on. Oh, oh perfect. Yeah. Hey, nice to meet you. Hey. Good morning. Yeah. Hello. Morning. We are not pornography. Oh, <laughs> I found out. I did a lot of Googling. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Well, nice okay, to meet you. Back to sleep. You yeah. too. Hey. Perfect. Wow. There he is. Cool. I only figured yeah. I have to turn the lights on in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> looks good. Looks like he almost has a filter. You know? Really? Is it too bright? No, no, no. It looks great. It's not too... it looks good. No, it looks fine. It looks fine. You might actually good. be Brandon's replacement like... moving forward. I was going to say. <laughs> What'd you like... say? Nothing, me? Brandon. <laughs> no, say it. I missed it. I missed it. I'm sorry. I totally spaced. The what usual joke. It looks like he's going to be your replacement moving forward. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Ah, see, he's come down. See, he figured it out. Well, now we see he, he's got a Brandon issue, but it's okay. We, you know, it's no big deal. Yeah. It's all no. good. Brandon, honestly, to, to, to get on that subject, he, he has figured that out. It took him, I don't know, three or four years, but he finally yeah. figured out how to, how to, how to lower his camera. Untwilight and himself. <laughs> Yeah. How did you figure it out after all this time? It wasn't, I didn't have to figure out how to lower it. I had to figure out how to turn it right side up. No, that was... not that. Or the lighting. The fucking lighting. You're not white Mitchell. anymore. You're not pasty white. Oh, that's because... oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, boy. We've told this story before. This is a true story. One time he showed up, the camera was upside fucking down. Like, this is, <laughs> yes. this is not, we're not making this up. This was the yeah. only, like I wanted to recreate that when the original idea for the script that I wanted to write was going to be us until Brandon said I can't act I don't want to be in the movie. <laughs> he just wants to produce. <laughs> so I wanted to open it up with his camera upside down because it had to be based in some sort of reality. And this happened. His dad had to come in and help him. It was like twenty minutes of him. I wish we recorded it. I to this day I wish no. we recorded that. It just oh, wedged man. perfectly on top of the computer. <laughs> and I didn't realize, I didn't see that Logitech was upside down. <laughs> but 20 like, minutes! Te- te- Tech-a-jill. I was like, oh, te- what kind of camera you have? A Tech-a-jill. <laughs> 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 that would have been like, gold. 
just yeah. just like him falling asleep that that would have probably yeah. topped it yeah <laughs> i was i was like why am i on the ceiling this doesn't make any sense <laughs> <laughs> His dad, I your dad came in, but still between the two of you, like I don't think I'm exaggerating, Dave. Am I? It was like 20 minutes before we got back. No, to it took that long. It, yeah. did. it really did. It legit took me that long to realize because I'm, I had no idea. It didn't take him as long as it took me the night we were recording the oh. uh, the the best of 2015 or 16 show, whichever one it was, when I was at my, at my father's apartment and I was fucking, oh. and I I had for some reason I couldn't log into Skype. So I'm pressing these buttons to, to to log in an older version of Skype on my on my regular email, and it's telling me that it keeps sending me a password to to activate on the email, and the fucking thing isn't coming, and I'm flipping out, flipping out. Finally, I figured out that in my if I look at my app in my phone, this is what it says. Like, okay, hold it, inbox. Okay, there's the inbox. There it is, mailboxes. So now I go back to the Outlook. Now I go to the Outlook, and it says. VIP flag unread today draft sent junk and trash. So I'm looking in the junk, maybe the trash. Where's this fucking email that that's not coming in? And I can't find it. Nothing. This is going on half an hour. I go, guys, I don't know what the fuck is going on. They keep saying they're sending emails. They're not coming. I can't get on Skype. So finally, I scroll down a little bit longer, and then it says junk email. There's another folder called junk email that has about 2,000 things in it. So I open that, and sure enough, that's where it is. The only you person who doesn't know where junk. junk email is. Yeah. In the Why would there be a junk One hour. Junk that was a one-hour delay. <laughs> I remember that. And it was and for we're a like, huge okay. show. And then the longest delay of all, Christian's red wine nap. <laughs> that was a two-hour delay. Wake the fuck up. We almost had to send Heather to your house to wake you up. Yeah. We didn't know Heather yet. Heather no, was not didn't. in our lives yet. Honestly, if Heather was, I would have I would have texted Heather, get over to Christian's house, wake him up. That was a combination. I was sitting on the couch. I was drinking copious amounts of red wine, and we were copious. reviewing. And we were reviewing what movie? I, uh, Starry Eyes, which I like a lot. Or Starry Eyes was, was that the one I actually fell asleep? Yeah, I, I come back. I'm like, uh, yeah. Unique storytelling, uh, everything good. Nine out, nine out of ten. <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> that was great. The funniest part of that, though, was Christian. You weren't even awake for it. Dave's reaction. I told him not to drink the red wine. <laughs> he was flipping out. Well, that one we recorded, so I got. But that was on. That was on uh, Patreon. I, I put that out a few like last year or something like that. But that's. Uh, <laughs> That's funny, but I wish we got your dad with the upside down camera. My and lord, Dave, Dave, I understand that with the folders. There are sometimes I have on my email account, I'll have deleted items, and then you have trash. Yeah, but I also have one called <laughs> junk. What? Oh, you I have... what I'm saying? It's the same it was, thing. There was already a folder called junk. Matter of fact, look here. It should just be pictures of Junior in the junk uh, in the junk folder. For the benefit of people with, with visual, look at what this says, okay? Mailboxes. This is the inbox. Look Sorry at, to reply, listeners. Out. Okay, look. Okay, you see this? You go down, yeah. you go down. Yeah, okay. that looks like a no. normal setup for email. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but then at the end, it's <laughs> it Correct. That's what I'm saying. There's like 10 things there. Now, hold on. You saw that it's a draft sent junk and trash. So at the end, but now, all the way at the bottom, see? What? Junk email. Junk email, way the fuck down at the bottom below all these other normal things that every other email has. Junk, trash, fucking this and that, archived. 
You know what I mean? Why would it be way the fuck down there? And why would I, you have a, a folder called junk that was issued by this company, you know, and another one called junk email? How does that make any sense? You could delete them. Yeah. Oh, I haven't had the problem since. Now I know that, you know. You know what I keep months. in my archive folder? Just again. video clips of men peeing on their balls. <laughs> 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 it's a crazy popular subgenre. Yeah. I mean, you don't realize it until you go through there. Just go on Pornhub and type that in. <laughs> yeah. They're all, back. They're all like 50-year-old men. <laughs> it's coming back. <laughs> well, here it goes again. I'm pissing on my own balls. It's going to show up. So nonchalant. Yeah, it's going to show up eventually. There's a whole fucking subgenre about, about pissing fucking on those porn sites. So you know if you dug deep, some eventually you're going to find somebody pissing on somebody's balls. Maybe not even their own. <laughs> it's going to happen. Somebody's pissing on balls in the porn world somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> somewhere in the porn world. You know what I mean? Women might oh, be pissing gosh. on males' balls for all we know. Who knows? It, things do happen. I mean, it's not well, really my cup of tea. Sure, if you're but... getting a golden shower, at some point there's piss dripping down on your balls. But I don't know why, how and why we got here, to be honest. Because there's a more pressing question that needs to be asked, which we always ask, and, and we can't exclude Mitchell from it. And that would be oh, no. Rocky Four or <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. What's your choice? Oh, man. Damn. I think um I think I'm leaning towards Nightmare Two. Nice. C cut his nice. feet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it live. Yeah. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Now, are you a fan of the Rocky series at all? First and foremost. Oh yeah, man. Stallone's the man. Stallone is the man. So so if if we were to say Rocky one, two, or three against Nightmare Two, who would win? Oh man, Rocky freaking too easy. Okay. All sure, right. Sir. That's fair. okay. Well, there we go. I gotta revamp the wait. What about Rocky for director's cut? That will have to be what we put in. Oh, it's done. Coming soon. Yeah. I read that it's done. And and we'll be see I don't know how they're going to edit because that robot is in. Remember when they start cheering, they cut back to the kids cheering? The robot's behind them. Are they going to just digitally <laughs> take them out? <laughs> Why not? That's what they do these days. If they can diddly, yeah. di diddle. If they can digitally put fucking. <laughs> if they can diddle kids, then they can certainly cut out a robot. I hope I hope that they actually do is they actually have like Mr. T sort of coming in and creeping up as if he's gonna ki like kidnap the kid. Like they just add that in as like a, a part that so there could be like an offshoot sequel where he's gotta like save his kid from Mr. T. Because Clubber wow. Lane didn't die. So instead of the robot, you just see Mr. T creeping up behind him. Brandon's not I'm amused curious. with that idea. <laughs> well it, it is done. Does anybody know what's but he's did he has he gone like online or anywhere publicly and said what he's cutting out or all we know is that he is doing one i think they're just cutting out the uh fight scene at the end <laughs> <laughs> it's basically gonna be all robot i'm sad like, about that you're that's the best part is that fucking robot you know best that's the best part <laughs> well, okay it's Happy not the best Bobby. part but it's a it's memorable right happy birthday paul it's fun you know what I mean? it's, it's better than one of the montages that's happy all i'm saying but then it comes back when it comes back when um, Carl Weathers or Apollo Creed's there and they're having drinks and then he's like, "Hey, Polly," he brings up a beer. Like, there's there, the robots in more than one scene. Stupidly enough, <laughs> it's like and then yeah, the director's cut. The robot pees on Polly's balls. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> Get that out. <laughs> oh, see, here it is. So, uh, this is what he said The Rocky Ford director's cut will feature new footage, not seeing the original. 
such as a new fight scene between Rocky Balboa and Ivan Drago. I don't know what that means, but another major difference is that Paulie's pet robot will no longer be featured, yada, yada. This is a quote. The robot is going to the junkyard forever. No more robot. Stallone previously said he hates him. Wow. Wow. I like that. No, but there is this part where uh, Creed come, opens up his coffee and goes, Hello, baby! Huh? What reference to another part four? Nightmare. You got it. Come on. <laughs> okay, Nightmare four, Rocky. Nightmare 4 or Rocky 4? Does it change anybody's vote? No, Rocky 4. That, that, no, Rocky my, Yeah, Rocky 4. Yeah. Rocky 4, definitely, over Nightmare 4. Okay, how about Halloween 4 versus uh, Rocky 4? <laughs> I'm a Halloween four. I like Halloween four, but Rocky four is the the shit. Okay. Rocky four. Rocky four to me. I told you it, it encompasses everything '80s in that movie to me. So I love it. It's it's I'll cheese it. at its finest. You guys agree? Rocky four or Nightmare four? Yeah. Or, not, or Halloween. I apologize. Halloween. Rocky. Yeah. No. Rocky four. So Rocky's taking all of them right now. Uh, now here's where it gets tough. The last one I'll ask. Friday the Thirteenth. All right. The final chapter, huh. part four. That or Rocky Four, for me, I, I gotta go into the final chapter. Sorry about that, but can't compare. I'm Friday fanboy, as you all know, but I think I'm still gonna go Rocky Four in this case. I, uh, it's just a fantastic sequel. Happy <laughs> birthday, Trish. <laughs> He's gonna replace the robot with Trish. How about that? Imagine that Trish yeah. comes out. Happy Instead birthday, of Tommy, boy. it's a robot. Instead of Gordon, That's what you instead of Gordon patch, they patch. have the robot running around. Yeah, yeah the ro- the robot gets thrown out the window. Come here, Roby. <laughs> hey, Roby. Roby. Yeah. That's the what they should do. The we should do a, 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 a Friday four cut and remove Gordon completely. <laughs> and put the robot <laughs> in. No, no, just, <laughs> just leave his tail wagging as he goes out the window. <laughs> no much dialogue going to be cut from that if they got rid of Gordon? Hey, Gordon, 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 Gordon. <laughs> They'd, they'd probably have to take out what's his name if that was the case. Um, Tommy. Goldman. So are you guys the same? Uh, uh, Brandon and Mitchell, you also go with uh, Rocky Four or, or, or Friday Four? It's a much tougher choice, but I love Rocky Four so much. I love Friday Four too. Don't get me wrong. As do no, I. I'm, def- I'm definitely Friday Four. All right. Okay. Definitely. Insane here. Holy shit. Wow. Rocky Four. You guys talk about it like it's fucking. Uh, well, to know. me, it's 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 weird because you've got or something. Well, you got the Rocky franchise, but this one to me is it's something bigger, and I'm not saying bigger in like a masterpiece. It's like a masterpiece of cheese, if anything. Like it encompasses Holly '80s Hollywood movies. Like in my opinion, like it's just everything. Montage sequences, just cut down to the finest moments. It's boom, bam, bing, done. It's just it's crazy good. <laughs> In in its in its in its epic cheese factor as well. It's all the ingredients of a Rocky movie, but just amped up to like the eleven, which I could see turning people off. Everything but he just it. said is true. Everything he just said is true about child's play. Boom, bang, bing, and out. Mm. Paced well and epic in cheese factor. Uh, here comes the uh, child's play one. Yeah, here comes the Grinch here. Look at him. Oh, we'll we'll yeah. save it. We'll, we'll save it. it. Starting to heat up. <laughs> <laughs> Getting all red. Uh, well, we did choose the initially. Now Mitchell did something really cool, and he he gave us a list 
Uh, and he said, pick three from the list. He goes, well, Maximum Overdrive, that's his pick. He goes, pick the other two. So there were other movies we could have chosen. And uh, off the top shoot, of my head, does anybody Shoot remember? those to me? No, I'd like to rem- I'd like shoot to have Shoot those the- to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to know the list again because I, I just remember what we chose. Because it's, it's we're going back a ways now. but And I barely remember the ones we chose. So I needed to refresh my memory. Well, don't Mitchell- worry. Dave's about to shoot those over to you. <laughs> I'm going to shoot. Unless Mitchell knows them off the top of his head. But I mean, I, if not. Even uh, if he I'm- does, I think, Dave, I think you should just shoot those over to him. <laughs> Beam them up. Here they are. Idle, idle hands. See, now we see more 90s popping up and stuff. Idle hands, 13 ghosts, Jeepers uh, Creepers, yes. Silver Bullet, The Faculty, Ginger Snaps, The Gift, and Child's Play. So a little bit of everything. A little early was, 2000s, a yeah. couple 90s, and we chose the 80s, of course. We, we were the ones that made it an 80s show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. remember, Mitchell's like, what the fuck's this guy talking about? I, I picked like a whole realm of films. You guys are the assholes that pick 380s. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, like, again, I'll, I'll, I'll save my thoughts for Child's Play. I mean, I've, we've spoken about it on this and I've spoken about it on my other show because we did it on the other show as well. But yeah, I don't know, man. I it, I know it holds a special place in the heart for a lot of people. It just well, does you were not gonna work. You're going to save your thoughts. Me. I will. <laughs> I'll save my thoughts, but I'm just going to tell them to you right now. <laughs> it's true. Well, that that'll be the happen. main event. <laughs> Since we know we're going to be going back and forth a little bit on it. The other ones, I don't know if we're going to go back and forth so much, but we'll see. I do have big news. I have big news. Actually, I have to thank somebody. I, I Honestly, because I did it on the page. I did it on the page, but but I didn't. Um... What did you do on the page? Did you do it what on the page? What did you do on the page? <laughs> oh, mama mia. Sorry. On the page I mentioned about Sasha. Sasha Overby sent me a, a bunch of Fangorias. And, and, and not just Fangorias, but she also sent me some Rumorgs. And they're all from like um, the 2000s. Really interesting stuff. Because Again, I have, I, I've only cracked them open and, and like glanced through them and everything, but... Honestly, she uh, she sent me a, a, a pretty decent amount of things here. She sent me probably like like thirty something Fangorias and like a, a dozen Rumors, and they're wow. all from like yeah, like the Fangorias. They start in May '05 and they finish up in like you know in, in like March 2010 with a couple scra- scragglers afterwards. Like they go up to like a 2014. You know, like there's like three magazines at the end that are like spaced apart. And then for Rumorg, she sent me like number 54 was the first one. It was March 06. And the last one was 169, August 2016. So they're uh, spread out through there. Dave, I yeah. got to see it. Number 54 was not the first one. <laughs> <laughs> it was my first one. Damn it. So, and she sent me the Twilight Zone comic and something else. So I wanted to thank her once again on the show. That was so cool. It, Really, uh, thank you so much. I was so excited to get them. And who sent them to you, Sasha? Are you sure this is not a girl, a guy? It's not a guy. It's a girl. It's a girl, Sasha. Believe me. (laughs) What did you get, Christian? I got uh, nothing. (laughs) Nothing from Sasha. That's fine. I'm joking. He's not. This this is a different Sasha than the last time. Remember, we had this problem. Yeah, we talked about Sasha, and you're like, it was a girl. I'm like, are you sure it's not a guy? And it was a guy. That name wasn't Sasha. Yeah, that person's name definitely wasn't Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it was Sasha. 
No, it was um. Oh, Sasha could be a Sasha Baron Cohen. Why is this so alien to you guys when you're like when you're not thinking it could be either or? No, I'm telling. Well, okay, I don't know who Sasha Baron Cohen is. Only what? Sasha I know is Sasha Wait, Borat. Borat. Yeah, Borat. I've never seen Borat. I don't nothing. I, I see a commercial oh. once in my life. I, this is. I don't understand the stuff that you remember and know. Like fucking 80s jingles boggles my mind. And the stuff you don't know boggles <laughs> don't my mind even more so. He knows the jingle for the board game Boggle. Yeah. <laughs> That's how boggling it is. <laughs> I see. There you go. I didn't know. Isn't Borat a guy like from the Middle East or something? Yep. That's right. He's the Raptors' number one fan. I don't know. He's that guy. Super fan for the Raptors. I agree with Christian, though, Dave, because you have, like, this crash of knowledge to pull up, like, stuff from 40 years ago. Random stuff that, honestly, I would never remember in a million years. And then it's like you have a blind spot to stuff that's, like, all over the place right now. Which like is pop good, culture. I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, like... pop culture that's, like, in your face right now. I make sure it's not in my face. I I don't I'm I'm not interested in it, so I just try to you know stay out of it. That's just the way it is. And if I if I miss some good things along the way, like again maybe this Borat's incredible, but I, if I miss it, if ten percent of the stuff I'm missing, I should I should see and I I, I may like. It's worth it to miss the ninety percent of the other stuff out there that I don't want to hear about or see. You know what I mean? So it's just it's it's a choice that I that I made. <laughs> Uh-oh, see what happened. Are you here? No, I gotta I've got to uh, move, so bear with me one second. Well, Mitchell, here here's your chance. You, you, you Christian's gone. <laughs> Did you learn to produce by any chance? Record and edit. Shit, I barely learned how to turn the camera on. <laughs> <laughs> like me. Okay, that's all right, buddy. <laughs> well, I guess he's not in danger then. He's okay. We'll do our thing. I mean, I was trying to get, get to bed at a decent time last night, but I, was I have a baby when she naps, I nap. So I ended up falling asleep yesterday, like at, you know, four in the afternoon. So I was up till midnight last night because I couldn't sleep. <laughs> wow. You're on the East Coast, pardon me, and you're on the West Coast. So yeah, a whole other fucking thing. Wow. Yeah. You realize this, B? This guy got up at 6 a.m. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize you were on the West Coast. I didn't know until last night because I told him, you know, way, way, you know, when we first started talking about the show, I mean, just so you know. It. Yeah, right. He can't get you kidding me. Watch it. I curse Christian every Saturday night. I'm like, fuck, I got to wake up at eight o'clock tomorrow morning. You're waking up at six. No what? way. Why are you cursing me? Why is it I'm me? Not I'm not the one. I'm not the one that says we have to record. I'm saying we record at nine because this is the time that works for me. I was totally happy recording at nine o'clock at night when we used to do the show like that time. I, I, I curse both of you equally. <laughs> <laughs> This Sunday morning thing is working though. It's nice. You wake up first thing, get out of bed, get your shower out of the way, get your breakfast out of the way. Have Did a you order your pizza? Well, no, it's not pizza time. It's not football season. It's a football it's thing with me, my father, and my brother. Now, my mother just got back and stepfather just got back last night from Florida. They're snowbirds. They just got home. So I, later on this afternoon, I get to go and get some, you know. My mother's gonna make sauce, so I'm fucking gonna go hang out with them. Gravy, so hang out. gravy, you mean? Nice. No, no, it's a it's a Jersey thing. We don't call it gravy. Well, I don't call it gravy either. I was just kidding. I don't know who calls it gravy, but it's I know well, they, they do say it in the Sopranos, and that's based in Jersey. So that's I was true. That's Jersey. true. Maybe maybe it's a South Jersey thing. Uh, okay, so see. I moved. Yeah, I'm back. Okay, you look great. You look great. So anyway, Shelby. Shelby was the person in question. Yeah, Shelby. Shelby, that was it. Start with an S, I'll give you that. That's fine. 
I'd be willing to to wager that that I'm, I'm no, I don't have to. I know for a fact. I I've talked to her. I'm not sure if Mitchell was a guy until he came on the show. Why are you asking me? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not sure Dave's a guy anymore, considering he pees on his balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I have more news, more more Fangoria news. It, it, it is over. I've listened Uh-oh. to this shit. It's complete. As we speak right now, I have the rest of my collection en route. It's it's in Pennsylvania right now. <laughs> check it. Check, check the it tracking out, man. today. I had like 55 less left uh, in the top 100 to get, right? Um, I, I, I did a, a guest appearance on the horror cast, and a listener of the horror cast messaged me and said, hey, I have a bunch of these Fangorias. I have everything 1 to 155, and I had the first 25 issues of Gore Zone. I'm looking to, uh, to, to unload them. I, I hear what you're saying on this show, and I'm not looking to get rich, so make me an offer. So we talked a little bit. At the end of the day, I, on the way right now, I have the 55 that that I that was missing from the f- first 100, plus 101 to 155, just because they were offered to me and they were available. And the first 25 issues of Gore Zone and a couple of bloody be- best Fangorias. And at the end of the day, when they get here, I'm going to be paying less than 250 per issue, and I'm done. Nice. $250 yeah, that's awesome. Dollars an issue? Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> Frankie's not going to college. <laughs> that is well, great. I would ask him if he I'm bought sh- them from a Canadian guy like 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least you sold yours. I chucked my fucking 25 issues that oh. I had back in. Ask him if they're being delivered by Polybot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, I'm done. I'm going to have them all here. I'm tempted to keep going, but I can't because because with Sasha sending me those other ones from the, the 2000, I'm like, no, I just got to fill in a gap between, but I can't do that. I, I said it was only going to be the first 100. Uh, it's funny because these 50, 155, it goes to like middle of 96, right before the Scream era. So I was thinking maybe I want to get a couple for Scream. I go, but if I go down that road, I just got to be, I'm done. I spent so you'll the, I have my every issue from 1 to 100 again. Yes, I'll have, which is, is nice. I wanted to be. Yeah. Actually, 155. Yeah. yeah. All the way from freaking 79 to the middle of 96. So, yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled. Plus the ones I got from Sasha That's here. Awesome. And Room Wars. Yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm so I'm so happy about it. So, I'm done. I told my wife, I go, listen, this is what's happening. I'm going to spend this small chunk of change here, do this now, and I'm done. Yeah, I have nothing more to buy. The so, the roof is going to leak for another year. <laughs> <laughs> But he plugs oh. it up with uh, yeah. issue 155. You you got an option here, Mitchell. Baby formula or the first 100 issues of uh, Fangoria. <laughs> <laughs> you, think, you think your wife might kill you if you decide uh, Fangoria is the winner? <laughs> she probably would. Yeah. How, how old is your, uh, is it like a newborn? No, no. She's going to be, um, she'll be two in July. I just, you know, okay. she's still a baby though. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. I wasn't sure because, like, yeah, get, getting up at, yeah, no, with a she's... newborn <laughs> it would be crazy. No, no. Yeah, no, I, I might have had a bow out if that was the case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still, two is like, two's that crazy time frame where my daughter gave up naps right before that time frame. I'm like, no, 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 you still oh. need naps. Nope, I'm not napping. And that was the oh, worst. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, like, just seeing, like, like, you know how smart she is now already? It's like, oh, dang. Yeah. Like, she just catches on to everything so quick. Well, the it other thing about naps, I don't know if you know this, thing. Mitchell. Yeah. Maps age you. 
Maps age you, so you might not. You oh, might yeah. want to tell her if you want to keep her at two a little bit longer. Make sure she doesn't have a nap. According to according to Dave, a nap ages you like twenty minutes a, a nap. I thought he said maps age you. Hold up, maps. hold up, hold up. Yeah, I I know. Like, I man, I fell I'd, be, I'd be lost. I fell asleep yesterday for two hours. Woke up and I had freaking three gray hairs. No shit. I'm telling. Well, naps don't age you when you're a baby. They're required. But, you know, as an adult, they, they age you. That's the difference. It's only supposed to be for – because think about it. Adult – being a child, I've being a, a very small child, being a very small child and being a very elderly person is the same thing, the, the, the habits they go through. So that's what I'm saying. So if you're like in your 30s and 40s and you start you start that process already, that napping shit and everything else, you're done for. You're already that fucking half – you know what I mean? That, that will age you. That, that will put you in that shit. old man era. Man, you got, you got, you guys got any more of that napping shit? Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I just need twenty minutes. I just need twenty minutes. Yeah. I'll suck your dick. I got these, I got these cheeseburgers. <laughs> well, check this. Let's talk about naps. I am not taking nap. a nap. Hold up, this is interesting because we're talking about his daughter napping. Now listen, and what you said about yours. Now I haven't napped since I've been six months old. Okay, according to my mother. According to my mother, that that's that's when about yeah, when I outgrew them. Okay, right now, Frankie, Frankie stopped napping at, at, by six months. My daughter has not taken a nap again since then, since she, since she was six months old. And she, her third night in after being home when we brought her home from the hospital, her third night, and and every night from then on, she slept through the night. Never woke up and just like me, fucking goes to bed, out, does not nap. It has not napped. It's out of the question for my daughter to take a nap. It's, 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 I think that's crazy. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah, to me, that's I the, want to take a nap. It's out of the question. Yeah. You nap, <laughs> you're out of the fucking house. <laughs> Don't close your nap. eyes. Try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up. I'm up. Cold water. <laughs> I've never heard this before. I, it's the craziest thing. To me, well, it's alien to me. Now my wife sleeps all the time. She's always napping and has broken sleep, and of course she's all fucked up. That's what I'm saying. She's gonna be an old lady, <laughs> twenty years before I'm old. I'm in big trouble. You know, I'm gonna be she's taking care of her. Up. Yeah. <laughs> That's she's so well rested. She's so fucked up. Yeah. I'm rested because I go to bed. Okay, I go to bed at at, at nine thirty at night, and I sleep until six a.m. the next day during the week. Every, every fucking day. I get eight hours sleep plus. You know what I mean? I'm well-rested. People that aren't well-rested are the folks that, that sleep for four or five hours and then come home and then take an, an hour nap later. That's all fucked up shit. That's not good for you. And uh, here's what I read. If you don't get more than seven hours sleep on the regular, you have a, a 50% greater chance of, of getting dementia. Something like that, I was hearing. So I, I had 13? forgotten about that fact. Dementia 13, yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. You're going to get that. On Blu-ray or DVD? I don't know. Like, I might actually do that for a week if, I, if someone wants to send me the Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, B? I think it was good. I, it was well, good. Well, I was making a joke. I said I forgot about that fact, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but then Christian came in with the obvious Dementia 13 joke. Oh, the obvious. Yes, <laughs> it was an obvious Dementia 13. What I did was I steamrolled over you like I always do, and I apologize, B. Hey, your joke it's in good. the mail with Dave's paranormal activities. <laughs> yeah. You know, every time, I got to tell you, every time I see Ryan Turk on the screen now, and he's in every freaking dog, if there's a horror documentary, he's on it. Yeah. I get mad for you, almost like the damn VHS groups, and I'm like, send the paranormal activity. Blu-rays. Really? That's all you gotta do. That's all he would have had. To do. I gave him a couple chances. The guy's got more money than fucking all of us combined, and he couldn't fucking find it in his heart to fucking take fifteen, twenty dollars out of his pocket and fucking send a listener, or not a listener, because I wasn't at that time. Send a fucking a patron of his fucking whatever the fuck he was doing something that he offered me. I didn't fucking <laughs> what I mean. He said, "Who wants this? I'm gonna I'm gonna send this away if you win. I won. I got fucking a stick up my ass. It's a pretty good prize, you know. <laughs> Speaking of that, <laughs> it could be it's better than piss on the balls. <laughs> <laughs> but check this: they did what I wanted them to do. Remember, I caused that big thing when what's his name left, and I said something on the Twitter about now if you can only get a show with just the two of oh. them and not Ryan Turk, if he doesn't come back, it'd be great. That's why you I made a lot it. of fans. You made a lot of fans on that uh, comment, right? Well, guess what? <laughs> Turns out, motherfucker, I was right because they must have heard, and now they have a show, and the podcast is it's they've been doing it since last year. I didn't know about it, but it's it's the two best ones, the people that I like. It's it's Becca and it's Elra Kane. And the two of them have a podcast. It's just that I forgot what it was called, called, but I listened. Oh, it's called, um, what's it? Something, something of the dark colors of the dark. That is their show. So they did do what I suggested. They do. There's no fucking, obviously there's no Rob G because of the controversy, but there's no fucking Ryan Turek either. What con- like what ended up happening with that? Didn't nothing happen with it? Like, is there no controversy? You got canceled. At the end of the day? Like anybody. All you got to do is accuse you and you get canceled. Now we know that. Yeah. <laughs> He should set a podcast up with uh, Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein. I think that's what we didn't we say that that's what he should add you. (laughs) Oh yeah, because I'm an advocate. I'm an advocate for people that are falsely accused, or not falsely accused, but people that get accused of something and vilified automatically without it being proven if they've done it or not. That's why I'm passionate because it happened to me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, but you You went back for seconds. And thirds and if I was, you know what I'm saying? That was just a, okay, listen, people, I'm still going to do this. This girl said I was this and this. If I did this to her, why would she have me come back and do it again? You know what I mean? Obviously. Now, that wasn't the reason. That was like, you know, reason like, you know, Z. But reason A was just she was hot and I wanted to do my thing. <laughs> what? You just changed up for all of us. Hey! <laughs> We're in a coliseum. So wait a minute. I'm keeping it like this. I like it. I feel like I'm in like an important... um what do you call it? Like uh, the Jedi Council or something. <laughs> in a, in a shitty Star Wars you. movie. Aww. <laughs> you know what's crazy? With the Jedi Speaking Council, Star Wars? So, yeah. I've never seen any of them. Oh, wow. Don't stop. Not a single one. <laughs> Just no interest? Yeah, like, I mean, I know what they're about character-wise. I've seen, you know, clips and videos, but yeah, they just never... For some reason, yeah, they just never caught my attention. Well, what about uh, Lord of the Rings? You into that? No, never. Okay. No. I uh, Harry either, Potter. Man. Harry Potter, just because the wife made me watch them. Okay. Did you like them? The first two, yes. And then after that, I felt like it was like the same thing regurgitated. Wow. Interesting take. Wow. See, the first two for me are the most kid-like. 
and you may be right. Maybe they were regurgitating plot, and I, I didn't pick up on it. But for me, like the first two are the most childlike, and I, I love them all. I love it's my second favorite fucking franchise after Star Wars. So, but it seems like wow. from part three and four and onward, they became more adult and more scary, more dramatic things like that. It was like a different, you know what I mean? It's like that we grew with them. But three was the dark one, right? Prisoner of Azkaban was that three? Yeah. Yeah, that was dark. Azkaban and the one after, they were all dark. They just kept getting darker. Yeah. So dark remember, I couldn't even see them. <laughs> better not go down there. But with the contrast, you know? it was fucked up. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't a fan. I mean, if someone said, let's put on Harry Potter right now, I'd be like, oh, really? Like, I have no interest. If it's on, I'll watch it, but I really wouldn't put it on by choice. Lord of the Rings, absolutely no interest to watch. And if wow. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Peter Jackson fanatic from from his from his earlier films, I just did not get into Lord of the Rings and stuff at all, at all, or The Hobbit or any of those movies. The Hobbit was fine. I only watched the first two and I liked it, but it was nowhere on the level of the original trilogy uh, of the regular. Never saw the Hobbit trilogy. once. Saw the original trilogy. Probably will never watch it again. Really? Yeah. Wow. Got to get back to the Star Wars. Haven't seen the new trilogy. Oh, you got to see that. Yeah. Well, some people would disagree, but I mean, I... No, I, I eventually I'll probably, like, uh, re-binge the whole series. Well, It's good stuff. I like yeah. it all. I don't know. It's, I have it's no a complaint. mixed bag. I realize that it is really just no different than what we mostly talk about, which is nostalgia. Because I'm finding that I was... I, I just had this love for Star Wars growing up, but... I realized that, like, yeah, some of like Rogue One and Force Awakens are great, but and The Mandalorian is great, but I could take or leave everything else other than that original trilogy. And again, now I don't even feel like putting the original trilogy on that much anymore. I'm kind wow, of Star Wars out. Really? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I almost watched Jedi last night. You know why? Because the first shot in fucking Maximum Overdrive is a complete fucking ripoff of the opening shot in Jedi. I was it's like, holy Ewok. A dead Ewok. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? They show the thing at the top, and then right when it ends, they're in space, and it pans over, and it goes down to planet Earth. It's yep. the exact same shot they do in Jedi when they show the fucking um, the Death Star being rebuilt. I remember that guy's at the command center, the Death Star, and says, you're an asshole. And he goes, come over here, honeybug. <laughs> <laughs> this machine just called me an asshole. Darth Vader just called me an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> There's a mash. The Emperor, the Emperor just called me an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, the Emperor just called me an asshole. <laughs> That's should awesome. we get into one of them? Do we, want to see, we, we got three, so we should probably get into one of them. Yeah, we should get into some. Well, we'll probably get into all three of them. That's what we normally <laughs> do, Christian, but... Man, I'm so off the show. <laughs> all right, who, who, what, uh, what do we want to start with? You want to keep them in order? If we keep them in order... What is I the order? I uh, would be Silver Bullet, Maximum so, Overdrive, Child's Play, right? Okay, we could do that. Silver Bullet. All right, Silver Bullet from 1985. In a small town, brutal killings start to plague the close-knit community. Marty Koslaw, a paraplegic boy, is convinced the murders are the doings of a werewolf. Right on. Right on. Do you guys feel like this movie's gained, like some, like some other movies that we've talked about on the show, have gained more of a cult following and more of a positive response as time has gone on? Yes. yes. 
<laughs> I remember people thinking it was just okay, but I remember hearing more negative or feeling like I've maybe read more negative uh, response to this film back in the day. And now more people are coming out saying it's great. And I'm one of them. Like I've always liked it. Cause I don't, again, I forget what story we've told on the show before, but this is one of the ones that I saw before I really became a horror fan fanboy. You know, like when you just saw sporadic ones, went to the neighbor's house and I saw Nightmare on Elm street and another one was silver bullet. So this scared the shit out of me because I was still at that age which is shockingly older than my son, and he can watch any of these movies and not really have an, uh, be f- afraid of them. But I was petrified, and this this is another shining example. So I kind of hold it in a in a so, special place. So first, you were afraid, you were petrified. <laughs> <laughs> like that song. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so I was afraid. I was petrified. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I had to. Oh, awesome. I'm so <laughs> did you survive? I did. And and the movie, just like, maybe not to the extent of a Friday the 13th, but like that, it stuck with me. And I love this movie more and more every time I watch it. Just watched it at Halloween time last year. And I watched it again this time. And my son watched it with me. And we had a blast. It is so fun. It is so fun, and it gets better with each viewing I have. And, and the characters in this are so well written, and I love the monologue by the sister. It's just yeah. really presented really, really well. 100% agree. This is one of those ones that I said my dad wasn't into horror, but this is one of the ones he would watch. I think it was Gary Busey that had a big, probably the main, the main reason he did watch it was because, you know, he was a big Busey fan, but... I mean, just the whole movie itself, like, it's just amazing. Like, the, the transformation scene in the church, and it's just, this is a, just a great movie. And then you have, you know, little Corey, and this is just everything I think speaks Stephen King. Like, it, you this know makes what? you, as a king, though, as a king, as a kid, as a king, as a king, as a king, as a kid. What movie makes you want to be crippled? And I, I am not trying to make a joke out of this, but you're like, this is the movie because you're like, I get to start around. I get to start around in a motorcycle. I'm so... Oh. <laughs> I gotta leave. I gotta fucking leave. Oh my God. It's great. I guess I have to reward that. I don't mean it. Like, I don't know how else to say it, but like, you got to dart around in that in that motorcycle. The silver bullet. I mean, like, you want one of those. You're like, I wish I had one of those as a kid. But you didn't have to use the, lose the use of your legs in order to get in that thing and ride it. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that was the greatest thing I ever heard him say. Part of you is like, hey, I want that too. Yeah, I want it, but I still want to be able to get out of it at the end and walk home. He was doing just fine. The guy, like, the guy shimmied up his house to get into in and out of his window. He that was, was fine. Seal training. If you think about it too, it's probably the most dangerous wheelchair you can give a little kid. It looks like the thing goes seventy-five miles an hour. He passes cars. 
My son turned to me and goes, Dad, Dad, he's passing cars. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he sure is. <laughs> but no, like you, everything you mentioned, this movie has atmosphere. That whole scene when they're in like the, the forest, the swampy area and the fog and he's underneath the fog. It's fantastically done. Uh, I think that's the scene that freaked me out as a kid. The attack sequence there and just the and it's stood the test of time. I love how they filmed that. Yeah, it sequence. Yeah, I good. agree with Mitchell on the dream sequence, the nightmare sequence transformation. <laughs> That's probably the freakiest scene for me. Just everyone. Oh, that made me mad. What that made, made you mad? mad? Well, let me explain. I haven't watched this movie in a while, uh-huh. and I don't think I watched it in its initial run. I just don't think I was. I don't know why. Just I didn't watch it. And I think maybe in the last ten years, like Christian was saying, there's been like a resurgence, and people are talking about it and, and praising it. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Jamie has always really loved it. And uh, I, I think I watched it maybe, maybe five, six years ago, and uh, my takeaway was just, hey, that was okay. And I, I remember, I remember telling you guys that this was the one that I wasn't all that looking forward to watching again, and that I thought it might have been kind of boring to me. That's that's the, that's what I took from it last time. This time around, it felt more king than ever. It felt like you know, small town, and that that stuff I like when he writes those, those characters and those small towns. But getting back to that. <clears throat> I got mad because these literally this is my these are my notes for that scene. I said, "Wow, is this real?" Question mark. Like I was hoping that the movie <laughs> was gonna turn into that from that fucking moment on. At the time, I was like, "Wow, is this real?" You thought Corey, you thought Corey was really crippled. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I get it. So you were mad that you didn't get more of that. And I even said, "I said, I said, wow, is this real?" Right. And then my my next note is wow. too far. Too far with the organ playing. I thought it was a little ridiculous <laughs> when the fucking the werewolf was playing the organ. It reminded me of that scene in From Dusk Till Dawn when the fucking the band is all all of a sudden playing the body part. It doesn't fit <laughs> in the tone of the film. I hate that's the if you could take those five seconds out of From Dusk Till Dawn, it's a ten out of ten. But I, I can't stand that fucking and I heard JP agrees with me on that. I know that. But, but I don't like that. So I wrote I'll, that I'll as a too far. I agree. A little too wonky. Too far. A little yes, too Freddy got fingered. Yeah. Would you like some sausage? And then at the end, my last note after that was, "Damn, of course it was a dream." But I thought the movie was turning into that. Like all of a sudden, the town was going to be fucking ravaging with fucking werewolves everywhere. I would. But again, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy the film. But when you mentioned the dream, that's what it took me to. I was like, please, please let this be real. Because it went on for so long that I thought, at first I thought, this has to be a dream. But it went on for so long, I'm like, fuck, this might be the movie. This is going to be great. But, you know. See, I don't know if the story, the cycle of the werewolf story, explores, you know, Reverend Lowe's story further. But I feel like this is like the most we get of his torment dealing with what he is. Yeah, yes. and I think I think it still works within the realm of the movie, but not yes, not giving it a hundred percent away because it's what this town is dealing with. So they're going to have nightmares, but it's a yeah. perfect foreshadowing of the fact that he is the monster. Spoiler. And the great thing about it is the reveal, the whole directing, and when when he tells the story after the fireworks scene, which is great, the fireworks sequence, and, and he gets his sister to buy into it, and how she does the bottle collecting, and mm-hmm. her telling the story, and then how they. Go in and, and uh, sort of track into the shots of the people's eyes and everything. I love that whole sequence. And the reveal of the priest, it still works because, again, my son who didn't see the movie before, who watches like, 
when he said he looked at me and again that makes me getty when because i knew it was coming but to see his reaction yeah because i mean around i just said it's great i just was finishing that it was just a great feeling to see that that reaction it was fantastic (laughs) at first it was great now it's fantastic at at first i was afraid i wished i was a cripple boy (laughs) <laughs> oh stop oh. okay since he brought that back up Dave Z's probably the character in the movie where he's actually talking about the cripple where he's like they get all the great benefits <laughs> <laughs> and then you see him you know 10 minutes later and he's watching wrestling he's like get him he's like get him <laughs> I know he was he was NWA he was watching yeah <laughs> His death scene. His death oh. scene's great. That's oh, creepy so too. Brutal. Dude, that's saying? the thing. All good kills in this movie. Very good kills. Remember, and now I could see. See, I'm surprised that this movie wasn't held in higher regard all this time instead of the like resurgence. Because as I'm watching it this time, I got it. If I if I would have been watching this as a kid, because you, you know the lead characters are children. You know what I mean. So you're seeing it through their eyes. Yet it's also good in a horror way for kills, which you don't see that a lot. So I'm like, I could see how this movie would fit into like a, like a Fright Night type category. But I wish, I kind of wish that Tammy had stuck around. Who's Tammy? No, who's Tammy again? The, the girlfriend. The little girl. The, the, the little girl who was like, yeah. sort of like his girlfriend. Like that's the father who gets killed. The one who's, who makes that comment about the benefits and then uh, is drinking yeah. and goes out and watching wrestling. I wish he had stuck, she had stuck around because the, the young characters in this, like Marty's a, He's a good guy. Like, he's a good brother. He's a good friend. Like, when Brady dies, he's genuinely upset. He's upset over the the way his, you know, his sister feels neglected because he gets all the attention. A kid's you know, die. Offered... You just mentioned I... it. Like I, And there's a yeah. kid death. And that's what freaked me out. Yeah, you might be following kid protagonists, but at the end of the day, this, this, this there's no... There's no uh, rhyme or reach. It doesn't matter if you're an adult. Doesn't matter if you're a kid. You you're gonna you can get killed. And, Dude, and, and that's that what's freaky. And that scene with Terry O'Quinn finding the yeah. kite, and he's he's basically like yeah. he's reciting prayers, yeah. and he's just he's like in shook. shock. And then the father showing up, and oh, the whole terrifying. speech with the father and and the sheriff at the at the bar about private justice and stuff. Man, the acting and the performances in this are top notch. It is. It's good. Even some of the, like the the stuff they throw in the background is kind of dark. Like the second woman that gets killed was pretty much about to commit suicide. Yeah. Because that you know the guy she's having an affair with, she found out she's pregnant. It's like even stuff like that, like throwing that in, like that's some pretty dark stuff. Like yeah. And then the reverend even references that he kind of saved her by killing her at the mm-hmm. end. Yeah. He, he saved her soul from like, going to hell. Yeah. It's just yeah. Some, it's crazy. Yeah, really well up, done. It, I'm, I'm surprised this hadn't clicked for me earlier. I was always, you know, lukewarm on it. I enjoyed it, but never to this extent where I'm like, wow, this, this is excellent. Uh, oh, again, so I always, same thing. Yeah, same exact thing. It happened to you. This view. This view. All of a sudden, I'm watching. I'm like, okay. I'm like, this, this is fantastic. I'm like, why was I at like a seven before? Isn't why was this just a seven for me? This is an excellent film. Well, f- for me, it always like I'll I'll say two things on that. I, I, from the werewolf standpoint, I, I it was always American Werewolf was my my benchmark, and then I always went to ho- the Howling, and then Silver Bullet, and I think now this might actually take over the Howling as my second favorite van- uh, werewolf movie. Uh, but and your first favorite vampire movie and my first favorite vampire movie. But the 
what the point I want to make too is I I've referenced this again. I believe it was on this show in another episode. But if you're a fan of Friday the Thirteenth, A New Beginning, the soundtrack, there are soundtrack cues in this mm-hmm. movie that remind me of that film. They're mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Every time I hear it, I think Friday the Thirteenth, A New Beginning. And, and Pseudo want- Echo did that song. There's a boy with no feeling in his legs. <laughs> you got a case but, of the bad legs. Yeah, you got, I, I wrote that down. You got a case, case of, of the- them bad legs. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it, it, it's if you're a fan of uh, New Beginning, which I've watched that movie so many times that I can't not unhear it. So every time that soundtrack kicks in in this movie, uh, it, it just reminds me of a New Beginning, which is great because it's a it's a great little um stinger if you will um the other thing is the end it ends up kind of ending on a weird note with a memoir so are we to understand that maybe marty's dead at this point because she words it her last line and 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 it's funny because my daughter came at this point too and my son was had been watching it with me and so then they both asked oh so he died they kind of fucked up the whole narration thing as far as i'm concerned by having her even do it and that's one more problem with it and I thought about that because in the beginning, it has that, that Stephen King small town feel and you have a narration, which we've seen before in his movies. But it's like you see a lot of it in like the first like, I don't know, in the first act. Then all of a sudden, there's fucking nothing for like more than half the movie. And it, it was almost like like uh, like jarring when all of a sudden random narration came back. And I was like, oh, yeah, this movie is being narrated. I, I think I think that to a certain was, degree, I agree. Yeah. With yeah, the bottle drive. They, it was the bottle drive. She starts back in, and I think. And we hadn't heard yeah. narration for a while. So I disagree. Mm-hmm. I disagree. I think it works really well. Yeah, I mean, I honestly I, I like some of the narrating. Like even I, when he goes to, to get the silver bullet made, I, I, I love that whole part. How she says how yeah. like the guy is a master craftsman and you know, he's just some old timer and he's just like, Oh, you know, you need a silver bullet for a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> And, and you it's could just, figure he knows what's going on in a sense, just from that one line. Yeah, um, it's just yeah, it's just awesome. I'm not against the narration. Yeah, I, I disagree with right. with Dave that there was a lull for a bit right. of the movie with no narration, so it was a bit jarring. You're like, oh yeah, she's narrating yeah. this, but then on top right. of that, at the end, it's like wrapped up as a memoir almost. Like, right. and that's be. why she's, yeah. she's older. She's they're yeah. older. You don't know how old she. She could be. 80 years old. They're four years apart. Maybe Marty died in his 70s. Maybe Marty died young. Who knows? But the whole point is they had a complicated relationship because Marty got most of the attention because of the fact that he's in a wheelchair. And and she struggled with that. And she struggled with it a long time. And she, she did love him, obviously. She says she loves him at the end when they're kids. But she was able to finally, like, really say, I love you. Like, I, I love everything about you at the end. And that was sort of like... And that might be what it, all it is, is the fact yeah. that she's able to say, I love you. But the way it's done, it almost sounds like, I love you now that you're gone. <laughs> and I've always loved you, but, and, 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 or right. something. Not, not, not now. <laughs> I, I, the way I worded this is, <laughs> not now that you're gone, but because in, in, in her sort of memory of him, she could always say that I love you. But again, I, again, it could be as simple as what, what uh, Brandon said. I might just be overthinking it. Yeah, I guess it just, I'm just saying uh, it, it seemed a little, I, I enjoyed the narration. I just didn't, I thought it was jarring when all of a sudden it went away for a while and it came back. And then what happened at the end had me questioning it. 
That's all. I'm not knocking it. I enjoyed it. I wish it would have stayed the course the throughout the film war, or, or I don't know. It, it just seemed a little a little odd. But I'm glad it was there. Just you know, just a minor complaint. And speaking yeah. of dying young, this is what's confusing to me. Not confusing, but am am I to believe? What year is this? Eighty six. Seventy six. Right? Okay. No, 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 no. The, the, when this movie was made, it was made in eighty six. Oh, it takes place in the sixties, right? Seventy six. 76. Okay. It, it was made in 86. That's what I thought you said, but okay. No, it was made in 85 or 84. Oh, was it? Okay, then then I am mistaken. Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I thought this was 1986. It came out okay. in 85, I think. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Jesus, let me, let me 85. Look 85, buddy. It came out in 85. Yeah. It seems odd to me. Not odd, but it just seems weird that two years later, and again, I could be wrong about this number, too. Usually I'm on top of this stuff, but... The Lost Boys, I want to say, came out in 87. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. It's just, he does not seem like the same kid in this movie as in Lost Boys. When I pitched, because that's him, right? Corey Haim is the young kid in Lost Boys, correct? Right. Because Lucas happened right after this. Too soon? No. Because Lucas happened, because he was in the movie, Lucas? It's a really poor taste joke. Let's move on. (laughs) I don't think he got it. Okay, so... Uh, Lucas anyways. is 86. <laughs> oh, Lucas there you is. go. It happened right after this. So he yeah. went from that movie to Lucas to The Lost Boys. Yeah. He just doesn't seem like the same person to me. It's weird. He doesn't seem like the same kid. Like, I'm watching this movie expecting it to be like the little kid in Lost Boys, and I'm like, wow, that's Corey Haim? I, no, I there's a real sense of innocence here. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And I, was, I made that joke in poor taste, but Lucas was 86, and then so if... What happened happened. It would change a person. So it oh. actually makes sense for the Lost Boys. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just yeah, meant like the way crazy. he looked, but yeah. I, well, obviously I guess, he got older and he looks. I know older. that. Obviously. And yeah, and we we don't get to see him walk around in Silver Bullet. You know, he's <laughs> literally because he got the bed down legs. the whole time. He's <laughs> the bed legs. <laughs> this is true. The you know what's dream. funny about this? I kept thinking of other movies that was as I was watching this. Part five, yes, I was thinking of the soundtrack cues. Okay, Black Christmas when he was climbing the freaking the chalice on the outside with the fuck up to the window, POV style. It was totally the fucking Black Christmas. You know, I was like wow, look at this. All right, Halloween four later on with the Halloween four situation with the fucking the hillbillies fucking getting you know going into their own justice to go, to go out and kill the fucking baddie. And then, you don't have a police force. <laughs> maybe the only guys you have. Oh, could you imagine? I think this movie would have been better if Loomis wasn't it. Oh, be imagine Loomis in this movie. Pure oh. evil. Yes. Turkish, Turkish on four legs. <laughs> I am talking about evil on four legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A werewolf that walks on all fours. He had the darkest eyes. Bullet. A werewolf eyes. Yeah. You need a silver bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, but something else. Which Doctor Chenard, when when Terry O'Quinn, when when his when his kid got killed and he was crying, he sounded like Doctor Chenard. Did anybody pick up on this? Okay, well this is what I'm here for. Listen. <laughs> Wasn't it? It sounds like he was peeing on his own balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it was painful. Oh, 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 I peed oh. on my own balls. Oh. 
See, I knew you would think it, yeah. And, <laughs> and the original title for this film was Wolfman's Got Chenards. <laughs> <laughs> that was your that was the joke of the show. No, the yeah, joke of the show is still your uh your wheelchair <laughs> comment. <laughs> Yeah, because it wasn't meant to be funny, but it was so bad, it's good. It was maximum overdrive. Dude, you know, Christian, did you notice, and it, it makes sense, and it's fine, and it's justifiable because it was a dream sequence, but when they're when he's having the nightmare scene at the at the funeral right before they transform, and they're singing Amazing Grace, you notice they're dobbing? Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. I, I would have been a little upset if there wasn't a dream sequence at that point because they were going, amazing. <laughs> like, stand still. I think I was getting dizzy watching it. I'm like, oh, holy shit. Just can't you sing standing still? What? You're going to make fun of Stevie Wonder now? The fuck? <laughs> amazing Grace. Stevie, sit still. <laughs> ha ha. Very funny, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it has a wooden leg with a kickstand. Explain that <laughs> joke to me. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Who said that joke again? That's uh, Eddie Murphy from the it's same. Eddie. Yeah. Right. So he said he has a wooden leg with Your a kickstand. Your mother has a wooden leg with a kickstand or something like that. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. I laugh, but I'm like, what am I laughing at? It's just, it's just his delivery there because I actually don't know, get the joke. Right. <laughs> but you can't stand up straight, so she has to look out. I, I know a man with a I know a man with a wooden leg named Smith. I was I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to chime in with really. What's the name of his other leg? Oh. <laughs> it's an old Mary Poppins joke. Sorry. <laughs> Go see Mary Poppins. A Mary Poppins Go. joke on this crew. <laughs> I love Mary Poppins, the original. Yeah. All those early fucking Disney musicals. With cartoon people coming in, the Peach Dragon, <laughs> all them things. Oh man, Peach Dragon, that's that's when Jesus Disney was fucking king. Anyway, sorry, um, wooden leg. <laughs> Shinar. I don't know. I don't even. Wolfman's got Shinards. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't brilliant. realize it was Terry O'Quinn until the Amazing Grace scene. It was fucking weird. I was what? watching that scene in the church. I'm like, Wait a minute, that's fucking Terry O'Quinn. Yeah, it didn't just didn't register. Didn't register just in the opening credits when it says starring <laughs> Terry O'Quinn. No, 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 no. I knew he was. I saw him in the opening credits. I forgot about it once the movie began, and then you know what happened. The same thing happened to me with that one flick. But I was looking for him. I was uh, Shadow the of the Vampire. The stepfather. Like, where is he? Holy <laughs> oh, Jesus, damn stepfather. Where's Terry O'Quinn? <laughs> When I watch Shadow of the Vampire in the opening credits, I see fucking uh, Willem Dafoe, right? Who's basically become my favorite actor now. So I'm watching, I'm fucking halfway through the movie. I'm like, where the fuck is Willem Dafoe? I can't. Honestly, if you've seen the movie, you know who it is. But I mean, that just goes to show you what a great job he did because I didn't even know that that was going to be him. And if you haven't seen Shadow of the Vampire, please do. I have not seen it, but I know who Willem Dafoe plays, and uh, I got to see it soon, I guess. Well, now you're going to be looking for it, so it's different. It's kind of like when C watched Promising Young Woman. He already knew that it was up for awards, so he watched it and said, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or when I, I watched know, it. I, didn't, when I, well, I don't think I watched it before when I knew it was up for awards. Oh, I thought I guess I, 
Sure. Well, when did the Academy Awards get? I don't even know. I found out <laughs> after I watched it. When did the Academy Award nominations that, happen? Bro? I don't even know. What? It's okay. It's only a joke. I'm just now functioning. Yeah. Although I don't even know when the awards were announced. Probably a while ago. Uh, I'm assuming. I, I, I saw. I saw it. I, 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 was it when was the awards? <laughs> no. I saw it when I saw it when Lacey Liu mentioned oh, it. She said it was a great movie. So whenever Lacey Liu mentioned it was a great movie is when I ended up watching it. Uh, right. And so I don't know when that was. But you I don't know when they announced the Academy before, Awards. Before the nominations. You did. Because you, yeah. you talked about it long before. But I was upset that, that Dave broke you. Yeah, no, but I, I just – because I was like, maybe I did, but I don't re, I don't remember. So it's whenever Lacey Liu mentioned it on her page. On the page right. That's why I wrote it, it down. a good movie. Yep. Yeah. Because it was That's part of my enough. fringe catch-up. But I didn't know that it was fucking new. You know, and I thought it was from last year still. Either way, I'm just joking anyway because more people err on your side in that discussion anyway. So it doesn't matter. And I, I, I understand it now. I've got to see that one as well. Oh, you should definitely see it. Oh, definitely I definitely want it. to. Yeah, I just haven't gotten to it yet. I feel like we got way off track of this film now. Yeah, we did. We need, uh, Mitchell, Mitchell, bring us back. Let's talk about the movie. You picked it. Why, why did you pick this movie? What's special about this one for you? Just everything. Like pretty much what we've covered just – you know, just that old feeling, you know, the dread, the darkness, like even when he's shooting the fireworks, like right before that, like he said, the music cues and then it shows the wolf coming in kind of slow and he would have precision aiming and would hit him in the eye. But other than yeah. that, you know, it's just it's just perfect. Like, you know, just the uncle, you know, his uncle Tynum, you know, you couldn't have fireworks last month. So you're going to be able to have them this month. And, you know, he's just trying to make everything right. And basically what leads him to the werewolf. And, and you believe them. True. You believe like the yeah. uncle is a disbelief, but you, you are along with his journey and the sense of like mm -hmm. uh, everything that they, they do a good job of getting his sister on board and then them getting their uncle on board. Uh, mm -hmm. So like I buy it. And yeah, and the uncle's the, not really on board till the, till the end. Right. But he is very you know, believable. And now we learned. Where, yeah. We yeah. learned where Gary Busey got his brain damage from being tossed around by that werewolf at the end. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. How about when he it. ran into a mirror? He ran into a mirror for no. It was a bad edit. I will say that. Not to, not to shit on the movie because I, I really enjoyed it. But the edit was done weird. All of a sudden, the werewolf was there and he was running and he was like kind of like standing next to it. It was just a weird cut. And it looked to me like the fucking guy, the stuntman probably, just ran into the fucking mirror without actually being thrown. It was, it was a, a weird cut the way it was shot. I was like, what? I had to rewind it the one time, but. I, that's the heart of the movie, though, getting back to him, the uncle, and, and, and the kid. That That is a great relationship, how he stands up for him, how he understands him more than his own mother does and everything else, and and how, importantly, he puts down the bottle just like that. You see him reach for the bottle in church after he has the discussion with his wife, or pardon me, with his sister. Then he sets it down, and then he never touches another drop the rest of the movie because of that the shit that she gave him. And she did. He did that for 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 his for his nephew. It was fucking great. Yeah, but I get it because sometimes you got to wash down the Eucharist. It's so dry. You just need like a little chaser. <laughs> yeah. Kid, kid uh, Eucharist. The best. The best thing. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been a, that should have been a Christian game for Nintendo. <laughs> I like how the wolf uh, the wolf got kill build as well. He got yes. the yeah. He got the firecracker in the eye, and he ended up getting shot in the other eye. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love 
gimmicks like that. Like, that part in Kill Bill's great, which ends up oh. taking up the other eye. Fantastic. No doubt about it. Ah, she leaves her there fucking alive, too. It doesn't even kill her. It, 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 it's better just to fucking leave her that way. <laughs> Blind. Straight up with a crazy snake in there. Like, uh-uh. Right. <laughs> now there's anyway. a master. Ooh, fuck. Well, any other points before we wrap her? Rapper. Hardly rapper. Rap. <laughs> what was he talking about when he said there's been no complaints of poisoned pen pals? I didn't get that fucking joke of that reference. In, oh. in this one? Yeah, he was talking to uh, his nephew. It was one of the theories that the nephew had about something. Well, he was right on. But when he was having a discussion with his uncle... He, I forgot what it was because I feel like I blinked and I missed something. But he goes, yeah, I checked with so-and-so. He goes, there's been no complaints of poisoned pen pals, he said. I oh, didn't know what uh, they sent the messages to the priest. And I guess they I guess they wanted to find out if there was any complaints. Thinking if somebody was a falsely accused of something, they may have gone to the police and said, hey, I'm getting these letters. Uh, yeah, because mm-hmm. they're writing to him like a pen pal. Well, so, yeah, they, okay. To get him so to they, Pardon? It's, it's toxic what they're doing they're writing to him and basically saying we know who you are so it's yeah, kill yourself so, oh. so kill yourself mm-hmm. yeah and then and then since there's no complaints maybe there's some truth to the fact that like he might be hiding something or there might be something hidden i think i mean that's what i would assume it's all about no that's fine he could have said offended pen <laughs> god did you laugh at the guy in the in the woods Who's like, I can't move. <laughs> you got to make lemonade in your pants. <laughs> you got to lemonade all over your balls. <laughs> the other thing was, was that they put anthrax goofy. on the notes too. I don't know. Maybe that's a little, a little anthrax. A little Scotty in on there. <laughs> I thought it was goofy when the werewolf took the peacemaker. I... Oh, you just got the anthrax joke? You know, the Scotty. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> He just got it. Nice. The werewolf the took the peacemaker? The baseball bat. And he started. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he beats a shit out of the D with it. You've got claws, buddy. <laughs> got claws <laughs> and fangs. But he wants to use the peacemaker. <laughs> it's still cool, but yes. I, I wondered why. It was why. something different, though. And now it's a way to show, show a different type of gore. It was goofy, but something. I liked it. I loved it. I, I enjoyed yeah. it. I'm just saying, it was. Mm-hmm. It, I think it was an intentional sort of like comic relief. Like, oh, here's a werewolf beating the shit out of some guy with a baseball bat. Or maybe there is man. There's enough man there that he knows what he's doing. Oh, and, there's and enough stuff. man here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's not a total beast. <laughs> what about if, if the Reverend, when he changes back to human, didn't have the injured eye? So when you see him, when when Jane finds him, he's fine. But then when she falls into the uh, into the cans and finds the peacemaker, that's when you realize something's up. Because they oh. almost have like that double reveal. Because she right. she doesn't see mm-hmm. she doesn't see the eye. We see the eye. Wow. Yeah. She, she falls right. and finds. Well, that's that. that's well. The reveal for us is the is that which is a great cinematic reveal. And then would've the cans be- is is for her. Yeah, you know what it would yeah. it would have been better right. if he was wearing sunglasses. So we didn't get the reveal either. Then she falls, finds the bat, and then he comes in, pulls his sunglasses down, and has got the fucking duct tape all over his eyes. It was a really lousy job. <laughs> duct, duct tape. Masking tape, the scotch tape, whatever. Oh, yeah, he did. Later on, he had the eye patch. That's right. Yeah. Showed him a second time. Why not, why not the camera pans by, and he still has a firecracker in his eye, and he's just standing there going, I wish I pulled this out. Like, what, what, <laughs> what difference does it make? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, I oh, should have pulled shit. this up. Yeah. I didn't. I, I never thought of it. It's just it's 
still in there. The Roman candle. <laughs> one last one shoots out. That's how she realizes. <laughs> no, all of a sudden Sorry. it explodes. You know how those bottle rockets, they go up, and then sometimes they whistle and explode, and other times yeah. they don't explode. It's like a they dud. just whistle yeah. up. Yeah, because they say report. Because they used to say, they were they, when you used to get fireworks in the 80s, on the side it would say, whistling moon traveler. And then the other one would say, whistling moon traveler with report. That and with like report, a really racist term. <laughs> <laughs> you can't call someone a whistling moon traveler. <laughs> <laughs> He's just an old whistling moon traveler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Just... That's fucking funny. Anyway, I don't even. You know what I thought was really cool? The end, the reverse, the fucking when the reverse transition. Yeah. I thought that was the best transformation of the whole movie, which is done in reverse. But I mean, the makeup effects on it and the way yeah. it looked. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was great. It's almost man. like they knew. Okay, we can't one up. Uh, maybe what was already done in the Howling and American Werewolf. So we'll do the we'll do the reverse one because they show. They show the snippets of of the yeah. transformation, especially in the church and whatever. But that was like that was the best way to do it. We're going to show him turning back to a man. And, and the it, same year right, as Fright Night, which also did that. Yeah, true. The evil. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Can priest, you... Even the yep. the priest Can is you... such casted perfectly. Yeah, everybody yeah. kills. He's a, he's a good actor. People yeah. under the stairs. People under. I know. Stairs. I was twin, twin I was waiting for him to bust out his leather outfit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his chaps. <laughs> Turn into oh, the game. That, oh, that's him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, that's him. Wow. I didn't realize it was the same guy from People Under the Stairs. I didn't. Again, I He's only saw. He's pretty unique looking. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it just didn't register, as usual with me. Oh well. Okay. <laughs> well, anybody got anything else? I'm I'm curious about these ratings. How high are people going to come in? Is the question. Because it seems like everybody. For me, yeah. I'll tell you what. No, no. Guess first. No, no, no. Guess yeah. first. Let's, yeah. oh, I, I, I mean, obviously, you know, I love this movie. It's a, it's a solid ten for me all the way. Nice, just, nice. Yeah, you just like you guys said, the music, the dread, the characters, the gore. Like it, like you, if you can go on a checklist, you can slowly just go one, two. You know, just everything is just perfect. Nice, awesome, awesome. I'm glad you're. I'm a nine. I'm a nine. I, uh, I've. Always like I've been at the eight range, maybe going to nine. Like I said, flip flops between uh, the Howling and this, and I think now this has secured the second spot. My second favorite werewolf. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'm an eight and a half. I came up. I would say oh, I was like where B was last time I watched it. I would probably have it like uh, in the seven range. I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's kind of boring here. I had a different experience this time. So so eight and a half for me. I'm, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I actually came up a little higher. I'm actually at a nine now. But probably mm-hmm. seven, seven and a half in the past. Whereas this time I'm watching, I'm like, like Mitchell says, it just checks all the boxes for things that I look for in a good horror movie, especially the characters. Yeah, it has all the things that you want in a horror movie, but really well-written characters, every single one. Does that mean it gets in the Hall of Fame with Mitchell's yes, yours and my it rating? Does. It does. Yeah, yeah. Well, Hall yeah. of Famer. That's right. There yeah. we go. Mitchell has secured a spot in the Hall of Fame with his vote. Yeah. Honestly, if he had given nine and a half, I might have come up to nine and a half just to put it in there because it, it really is a super solid werewolf film. Absolutely. Definitely is. Yep. We'll do it now. Oh, no. We'll do it live. What am I fucking saying? <laughs> we'll do it now. <laughs> you're, you're just saying 
something random. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I thought it was something, but that's okay. We make up our own catchphrases on the show. It's fine. We do. Why is this all flickering? Okay. Okay. So what's next? Maximum overdrive? All right. We'll do it now. <laughs> we'll do it now. That's an inside joke. The newest inside joke. <laughs> See, we started it early. We'll do it now. <laughs> <laughs> See how it begins. Uh, Maximum Overdrive is 1986, written and directed by Stephen King. A group of people try to survive when machines start to come alive and become homicidal. Great. I feel like we talked about this. Was it on 22 Shots? Or did we do do a mini review of this at one point? I talked about it once. I think I did it as a triple R or maybe. (laughs) Triple R. Mm -hmm. Maybe we did it as a mini. Yeah, triple R. It was a triple R. Okay. Mm-hmm. We, we gotta go to Mitchell. I love that. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Mitchell. Perfect. And, and I mean, we talked about it earlier in the show a little bit, and that was my experience. Mitchell, you kind of said that that was similar to your experience with it as well. I don't know. Like, uh, it's such a weird movie. I I, I gotta say, and I, I, this is my comments when we because that's why I know we talked about it because I've said this before. Is it's I know it's a bad movie. I know that there that this movie's absolutely. <laughs> balls insanely bad yet it's so enjoyable somehow they made it really enjoyable the 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 thing that keeps us from being the ultimate so bad it's good is that i think it just lacks a climax so the second half of the movie is not nearly as good as the first half of the movie yeah like you said it just ends like there's no there's no answer like yeah it even tries to you know do the little dialogue at the end but even then like you know, do something like even if you would have wrote 15 minutes more, it could have changed like the whole, you know, everything as the movie. Like, like you said, the beginning, the middle, everything's perfect until they make the run out of the Dixie Boy. That's they when it falls just, apart. They just literally get out, shoot, shoot another rocket, which we've already seen a thousand times already up to that point. They should have had a bunch of trucks coming at them because we saw a ton of trucks and it still could have been led with that. And it could have been this big chase almost and then the guy turns around and and they cheer and they're like well they're still going to keep coming and then they get on the boat and go but they needed mm-hmm. something more it's just so anticlimactic yeah it's it just acdc yeah. saves the day because like you're just like oh this is a good song so you forget that the movie was like had no climax almost what paul's balls you know for me i'm i'm torn on this movie because i feel like should it, it it should be even more trauma esque over the top, or should mm-hmm. they maybe develop some of the characters more, like like the way Silver Bullet does? So I, well, I, I almost it, it like tries which, to, yeah, yeah it right? tries so to, but then it, it, yeah, it's almost it, like I want to see a version where they go that way, they go the other way with it, and then you know, then it would be more fleshed out one way or the other. But I feel like this movie would be prime for a remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and they did that TV version of Trucks, which that's not it. I want Horrible. like a true blue remake. And this was on, again, one of my golden wish lists because I watched this so much as a kid that I wanted an uncut version. And there's oh, no cool. way I'm going to spend 50, 51 bucks Canadian on on the Vestron or whatever it is, spe- like Blu-ray, when it's the same old cut that we've always had. Like that's yeah. just a ripoff to me. Like at least at least have if they can't reinstate the footage, at least have like what we what we usually get in these, which is like uh, <laughs> an extra of like the uncut kills or something. Yeah, that's Be- that's what you guys mentioned on the Triple R episode, uh, episode forty two, by the way. 
Rain Man over here. Encyclopedia. You uh, you guys said that like the soda machine kill was supposed to be way more graphic. His like, head. You said yeah, supposed to hematoma yeah. out or something. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, even even seeing that like that would have been cool. Like I mean, what we what it does show like the circle and the blood. Yeah. It's still crazy. Like they have them twitch and stuff, but that's a good name for a band. Hematoma out. Hematoma <laughs> 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 out. It could be a blue roller. Goodbye. No, like, you know that steamroller went, like, gen- one extra frame. in general, like, if they redid it now, like, it's awesome when it kills the coach. But, like, then the it's just, like, the, the kids, it's, like. Crunch. Yeah. Oh, when he gets run over, though, the kid yeah. gets run over. By See, the... that's great, because they didn't that's make it great. goofy. No, it did seem See, goofy, though, because kids it's were, It's not like... goofy. But listen to me. Let me say this. Very this would have been goofy. It would have been so bad it's good. No, I'm not, let me let me strike that from from strike that. It would have been it would have been too much. Strike it for the record. But people would have liked it though. For me, if they would have showed like a flattened out boy, but the fact that they did. See, if you're gonna make this nowadays like a fucking, you know how nowadays they they try to make movies that are so bad they're or something that you might see in the fucking the Greasy Strangler or fucking Psycho Gorman or something. They, that's what they that that's when it would be too. They don't much. like Psycho Gorman. They would show the fucking thing go over, and then they would show like a fucking a, a deflated fucking air mattress version of, of this play below. No, no, I, I just wanted that. his head. You could tell that his head was about to just go boom like a watermelon at the camera. Yeah. But they cut away from it, right? Right at the point of impact. Sorry, my nose is. Yeah, and like one kid gets hit in the foot. One kid gets hit in the foot with a soda can, and he drops oh. dead. <laughs> like it's like that's funny. A lot of people are dead. Like ow, you're dead. I'm gonna drop dead. <laughs> you think the insinuation is death? I think you got knocked out. All the all those kids are dead without oh, a doubt. Yeah. They're dead. They're I dead. never even thought, and that thought never occurred to me for a second that when they're running away and they got hit with cans, that they're dead from it. Oh, one hundred percent, they're dead. Yeah, what? they are dead. Like- well, that's even okay, honestly. That's even. <laughs> well, listen, this is what if this if this movie would have been the first act of this movie, and I probably said this last time, the first act of this movie might be the best representation of so bad it's good. Also mixed with horror, like yeah. genuine horror, that it could have been the fucking one of the greatest movies ever. But that gimmick after the first act goes away and it becomes a fucking siege narrative, almost like a, a, a low, a low grade tremors of people. Instead of fighting fucking these things, uh, no. you know, uh, they're fighting tremors, they're fighting circling trucks. But what happens in the first 30 minutes, in my opinion, maybe 20 is fucking gold. It, I just wish the entire movie would have been that fucking gag because it was oh, I- so I like it. I, Dave, I can't disagree with you. The drawbridge opening is super oh. cool. And you, you can and tell, like, I know, death by watermelon. I, th- I thought that woman always died by the watermelon. But then you see her getting out of the car and slipping on it a few times. Too. There's, <laughs> is this King? I don't know if this was the cocaine or what, but there were some decisions that were made <laughs> in editing. And so, like, I, I hope they weren't snorting off the editing console, too, because some of this stuff could have maybe been fixed and edited. We're just like, they had the asshole. You are an asshole. This machine just called me an asshole. And then they honey, had to double down bugs. on the joke. Honey. And it was like, asshole, 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 asshole. Like, I get it. It was funny. I liked it as a kid. So look at it now. It's another asshole. The fuck you. Fuck you. Twice. I love we it. get it. I get it. I like it too. But I'm saying one time was fine. You're an, you are an asshole. Done. 
fuck you done but they they repeat it and it's almost like he had no faith in the audience to get the joke or they, they might not notice it we might have to double up on that um and again i'm reading into it from watching this movie so many freaking times as well but those are like but sort of nitpicks there the drawbridge scene is pretty good i got some editing problems there but them being held up at the dixie whatever it's called i like all that yeah, I love that. I love it as a setting. I agree with Brandon. If they just develop their characters a little bit more, they, they've got the start of it, but then they abandon all that. And then they can't even stay true because the cars are okay, but the trucks are... Again, they should have somehow made... And then some cars are affected. Like, it doesn't even follow its own rhyme or logic. Oh, geez, That's the you problem know, I never with it, thought too. of that? Like, okay. how, how come some that's what I was going to say later or the boats like, the boats at the yeah. end that they were so worried about getting on why wouldn't the fucking boat attack them and not let them well, ride or wouldn't the boats come after them Dang. that's exactly it there's no logic you know? throughout the right. whole thing so you've got to somehow set the boundaries of what is going to be the logic of the stupidity but then stick with it throughout and you're right and so the, some cars are fine true. some cars are not uh, the boats are okay. Some electronics are going crazy. Some can hypnotize people, then shoot electricity through them, like that arcade game. Yo, mama, yo, mama. I love that scene. Oh, yeah, that's so goofy, mama. It's funny. See, that's but awesome. it's more enjoyable to me than people sitting inside a building and circling trucks. Circling trucks to me aren't scary or funny. What this movie should have been they had a great idea in the third act. They had the drawbridge which was actually scary until they started doing goofy stuff, but it was okay because it was funny. Like that guy would really go far out, man. Of course yeah. he wouldn't do that. That was written to be funny. So King intentionally wrote the comedy into this. People want to say it's so bad it's good. And there are instances of that, but that was done with intent, but it was still it was okay. But what happens in the first act when the story is just about devices coming to life the electric knife that's fucking badass shit like that the video games that is great when all of a sudden they abandon all that and it just turns into fucking circling trucks to me it's boring the, the it could have been so much better if every other electronical device was attacking them that would have been fucking brilliant and emilio that's, got sucked into the arcade game at the end of this one might as well at that point it, that it, guy it's, didn't it, think to get out of there. He's like, I gotta get every pack of cigarettes in my shirt. And all the change. And then he, and then he puts a cup of coffee in there. Did yeah. you know he put a cup of coffee yeah. in there? Yeah, like just the last little thing. Dude, that's coffee. good comedy. But that is, that's funny comedy. And, it's funny, and like the fact that they have got the... Sorry, it's funny, but... I was gonna say it's what? funny, but if it played out more like the way a Final Destination does, where it's darker and serious in tone, mm. like this would be terrifying and but violent. aren't. That's this okay. So you guys don't agree with me when I'm. You don't think it would be a better if they just continued. If, if if trucks didn't become the main focus, circling trucks were the focus of the whole movie instead of all these other electronical. Don't well, you the, think it was well, better and more exciting when everything else was fucking attacked? In them? a broad scope of seeing like what they would do in a zombie apocalypse movie now, where they're showing you everything that's happening around the world. Sure, that would be great. But I like the idea of not knowing that they maybe they want to find out. But of course, because the TVs won't work because they could control that. I think it's great that you're you're. It's just on this group of people. The downfall is 
they didn't have enough material. So you're right. The circling trucks becomes repetitive. So they have to go mm-hmm. on a rescue mission and that's where they get the kid. And then, so then that, at least they try to divvy it up a little bit and they try to make it a bit more exciting. And then they're like, okay, let's make a run for it. But well, why didn't you make I, a run for it two days before? I, I agree with you, Dave. I agree with you, Dave, in a sense, especially in the beginning. Cause like when they start showing you, especially when the kid's driving through town yeah, uh, and, and stuff like that, like, like the, the ice cream truck. I want to see the ice cream truck run over a bunch of kids and shoot fudgesicles up their ass. I want to see that. Yes. Like, how awesome would that be? I want to see that that police car toy drive into the dog's mouth. I need to see that. <laughs> that dog's like got a police car toy in his mouth. I need it's to see even what going happens. Off. Yeah, it's, it's still it's still the siren. I gotta see what happens. Well, now we've got this. Like, you could remake it with like all like technology of of yeah. whatever. But again, uh, they do. They don't know. It just have to be plugged in. Does it not? Have, obviously, it doesn't have to yeah. be plugged in because they got motors going, and then they get they've got that roast beef cutter that just goes ape shit. There's a lot of other electronical things in knife. that. Yeah. It shows the girl strangled through the window with the hair dryer. <laughs> yeah. How did yeah, the hair dryer cord do yeah. that? Like, I mean, when you really think of that, like it's it's a cool visual because it's an after effect, but then that's still pretty fucking stupid. I the sprinklers need, I go on. I want to see it. I want to see that. I want to see even at yeah. the end of the film when they get to the boatyard and they find the woman who got who got her oh, head yeah. stuck in the window. I need Bat to see ring. that. I need to see that. <laughs> Better stuff because this is you. You, you don't want to see yeah. that. You you think you want to see that, but then it's the greasy strangler or whatever or a trauma movie because it's showing you the goofy stuff. You'd be like, oh yeah. come on. Yeah, but this wasn't done goofily. That's what I'm trying to say. The kills weren't goofy. When when it came time for the kills, they were done straight up, even with the kid being run over. If it was goofy, they would have showed some stupid aftermath of a cardboard kid or a fucking a mattress kid, something yeah. for laughs. But they didn't play that, the kills for laughs. That's the difference. This is the type of horror comedy I enjoy when the kills themselves aren't goofy. They're fucking scary kills. That's well, I mean, he knew he was making a goofy movie. I mean, he admitted it at the time. But That's it fine, is but the comes. premise itself is it, it is stupid. Like, and in the end of the day, they they started with, and this is I've never really clicked into this because I've just taken it for for what it was. I never really thought anything deeper because I didn't think you had to. Where it says that this they're the tail of the comet. So the explanation didn't matter because they're in the tail of the comment for the seven days or eight days or whatever. So all this craziness is happening within there. But then at the end, like what Mitch was saying, they throw on that other title card and they throw all this other bolt, bolt like they say suddenly there's a, there's a Russian satellite that just happened to be armed. So I guess they're trying to allude to the fact that this Russian satellite was ready for, the Cold for war. N- nuclear war. Mm-hmm. But yes. then they shut that, shot down a UFO. UFO. So are they trying to say it wasn't the... The tail, and then and then all of a sudden, then, said, and then four days later, they were out of the the tail of the comet. So was it the tail of the comet, or was it this UFO and something otherworldly and supernatural or alien that was doing it? I don't. Don't you use comet to bleach your assholes? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's clean as a whistle. But I like so I don't get that ending. It was oh, weird. Comet. I mean, there's like. They threw way too much information into that one little sentence or two paragraph, one paragraph or whatever. It was, it was brutal. It was just so you stupid. <laughs> you don't need it. Even the thing at the beginning is stupid that they give you the fucking exact time and dates to, I think I took a picture of it because none of that is needed. It's like, just, it's like when they do it, in, there's a couple of Star Wars movies where they, especially Phantom Menace, where they over explain it. But after, by the time you're done with the first paragraph, you're fucking scratching your head. You're like, what the yeah. fuck are you saying? But like, yeah. this is what literally it says in the beginning. It says, it's so fucking much. It says the date, this happened at 9.47 a.m. Eastern time, 
This happened. Rogue Comet. According to astronomical calculations, the planet would remain in the tail of the comet for the next eight days, five hours, 23, 29 minutes, and 23 seconds. Is all that fucking necessary? Yeah. It's just none of that's needed. And then at the end, it makes you more confused than when you start. And again, to me, when there was a line set in the movie. When the girl comes up with the idea, it, it, okay, this is the tale of the comet. It's good. We're going to be okay. We only have seven more days. Or whatever the fuck she says. Right then and there. How about Emilio Estevez? I'm like, fucking bravo. I just Hero? met this girl. I'm fucking her. Uh, uh, this is what Which I'm going to do. There's, what, like a there's hero? Food here. Huh? You said like a hero, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, like what a they hero. They call her hero. She calls, she calls she him hero. Like a hero. Yeah. You make, love a like a, you make love like a hero. <laughs> right, 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 right. That, that's good to hear, though, from a, from, a, from a woman after you've had sex. A hero, I, I'd take it. But anyway, it, it's silly, too. But the thing is this. when As soon as she said that line, or when they're talking about that, I'm thinking, well, okay, now you can just fuck this girl for the next seven days, and you have food upstairs in the fucking, it's a, it's a damn gas station. There's food there. You can, you can all survive for seven days and stay inside and not even pay attention to those trucks, and nothing's going to happen. How is that fucking terrifying? You don't have to do shit. You just fucking go by and wait it out for a week, and then he can fuck this girl because he just met her for seven days. That'd be gr- I wish I could do that for seven days. Just stay inside one place and here. I mean, yes, I would miss they, having they a destroy the place. What do you? What, I'm sorry, later I missed on, it because I, I later got... on after they fight okay. back. Yes, mm-hmm. later on after correct. But if they just would have laid low and said, "Okay, we can't get out," well, let's just go down here and fucking wait it out. There's food. What else do you need in life? Food and water. <laughs> and I don't know if it was intentional, but when they. When the kid finds the uh, the Bible salesman in the mud, it just looked like out of Apocalypse Now, right? Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's all... You should have just had Martin Sheen there. That's Man, Emilio? <laughs> Get out of this brother. movie. Uh, Hello, brother. The, that, was, uh, that was creepy, though. They, they make that Bible salesman really creepy in that scene. He was a... Uh, I'm going to kill you. He was a uh, whistling moon traveler, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> With they, if they would have attacked if they didn't do anything they, i don't think the trucks would have just left them there i think they were they would have eventually attacked like what well, was the end they, game they were like, none of this them. movie makes any them. sense they were it doesn't make them, any so sense but it's a fun gas, movie so fun. Mm-hmm. another thing that like the one thing that i i always as much as i love this movie the one thing that i hate and always takes me down is the married couple the oh, white yeah. like Oh my God! Like her nagging, like Curtis, like the whole movie is just like, oh my God! Like even when I was younger, I was like, I can't stand this woman, and it's the same way still. Personality, I know. I don't think you're supposed to. Like they, they, I remember thinking the exact same thing as a kid, and the exact same thing watching it this time. She's annoying, but I think she's supposed to be, and whatever. She's she's like that in the, the other movies too, like the the Legend of Billie Jean or whatever. Like love the legend of Billie Jean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, even even that, like she's still like her. I don't know. I think it's just her voice. Like Herman's I, head. That's what I know her from. Yeah. It's just Herman's head too. She's the uh, well, you know, she's Lisa she's the Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah, the yeah. Simpsons. You could totally hear her too. <laughs> the they're fine, and I like I like the husband, but yeah, that the her their whole thing with the car instantly when they show up in the car, I'm like, why is their car okay? I've always <laughs> been that way. Why why is and then because then it's it is like I thought it was an old car, but aren't there old cars that try to start up, or are they all old trucks? 
It doesn't, who gives a fuck? Why am I arguing this? It's stupid. It doesn't <laughs> make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't get why they wanted to get in. Why did Lisa Simpson and her man, the newlyweds, tr- what, if you're being chased and you see this place that's being circled by all these trucks and they're concerned about calling police, don't you think that the people that are in that place have a phone, they've already called the cops. What can you benefit as a person for survival by going in there where you're you're going into the fucking hornet's nest? People like Why groups. would they want to drive You there? guys are suffering groups. from logical thinking right now. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. You really well, are. It, it, this is, like, it, again, like, it, hey. it, it's a fun-ass movie, but I think, you know, the ACDC soundtrack definitely helps. But it, yeah. it's ridiculous. Like, the fact that they got an arsenal in the basement. Plot convenience, <laughs> okay stupid, but fun. I like the, I like Bubba. I like him. I like his every line he says. I don't give a ladybug, and and like the fact that he's on parole and he wants him to clock in for for seven hours but work eight, and then he looks at the time cards and you could see that some people Everyone. are double parole, so there's like double stars or stars star. I thought, see, that's a good characterization. That's that's probably the best part of the script writing in this whole movie. I agree. <laughs> Is that agree. little bit. Uh, but then they don't really do much with them. And then most of these characters are very, everybody's expendable, mm-hmm. but there's one really bad. I don't know if it's because of HD or, or whatever now, but uh, when someone gets shot and you see the aftermath, you could see the, it, he gets shot twice in the head and he falls to the ground. It's when the, the gun takes everybody out in the diner, pretty much. Uh, you could see this looks gray, the bladder effect on his head huh. looks gray. It doesn't even look like his same skin tone. On his head. It looks so bad. Wow. I'm <laughs> lucky I didn't there. notice it. Good thing he wasn't shot in the bladder. He would have peed on his balls. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you had to fit in every fucking review. Hey. <laughs> How about the airplane and the school bus at the end when they leave? <laughs> oh, who doesn't want to see that? Like, that's the problem with this movie. I see so many yes. things. I'm like, I need to see this. I don't care how goofy it is. I need to see an airplane cr- crash into a school bus full of kids. And I really oh need to God, see that yes. police car, that police toy car, kill the dog. I need to yes. see that. I'm with you, buddy. It'd be great. That'd be now it would be it'd be done as a zombie apocalypse movie. Now it would be yeah. total chaos in the first like 20 minutes. But then at some point, what do you do? You've got to settle on a group of people that we were supposed to care about, and they've got to convene somewhere so that they can figure out what the next steps are. So a, you- one way or the other, like again, like they could be constantly on the run. And you could try to make it that way, but and that could work. But I, for what this movie is at the time, I like I like the locale that they they picked, and and the the cross section of people and the the diner. Here comes another load of joy. I have two questions about the gun, the machine gun. Number one, did the gun growl at that one time after it fucking executed everybody at the end? Did it growl or was it me? Uh, no, it growls. It growls. It does growl. Okay, I think that's funny. That's fine. It's like, <laughs> like the shark growling in fucking the, some of the Jaws sequels. Okay, making sure that... Now, what happened later on when they defeated the gun? To me, I, I could have fucking blinked or spaced out for a second. To me, you see fucking Emilio go outside. He says something. He grabs the gun and spins it. And because he spins it, somehow they're able to get away. Was there yes. a lead up to that? Did he has a grenade. He has a grenade. Huh? He throws oh, he a grenade a on grenade? it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, somehow I missed that. You know that okay. whole thing when it blows up? <laughs> you thought, he just, you no thought he just spun it? That's why I And then yeah. it goes, and explodes. No one, well, no one questions the fact if that gun, if that gun could go off, because remember, it's not mechanically attached to the freaking truck. It's just 
it, it, it's just physically mounted. But mm-hmm. that so if that gun could go off just because it's attached, that means anybody's guns can go off too. So again, the whole thought right. process, there's no sense of that. again, we are putting too much reason well, in as Brandon said, but you can't float. Guns can't float. So some of they have to be carried by something. Hey, no, but you're saying you'll you'll float too. <laughs> your gun could go. That means any gun can go off in your cabinet. Any gun could go off in, in your hoister. Whatever. It's like, awesome. Yeah, but, it, but that doesn't and make it, any sense. Is it, is it? Is it anything <laughs> mechanical? Is it anything motorized? Is it? Is it anything metal? Like what the hell? It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Christian, Christian, awesome. You just said. Is it anything mechanical? I need to see a scene where they're at a at a bar and a mechanical bull just malfunctions and <laughs> kills somebody at time. I need to see that. This Throws movie needs a remake. Yeah, 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 literally <laughs> impales somebody on the wall because there's antlers hanging movie? on the wall. Uh, you ever see fucking stir crazy in the beginning when they put G Wilder on the fucking mechanical bull in the in the prison guard's office and they, they speed it up and he's going real fast and he's going... <laughs> you guys seen stir crazy if you haven't you've done yourself a disservice because they sped that scene up and it, 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 that, that's exactly what I thought of B when you said a sped up mechanical Gene <laughs> Wilder Woo! he was going crazy that would be oh, funny holy fuck Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, it was something... Okay, why did he spin the gun? Why not just put the grenade on there and let it blow? That, that's just adding danger he's, to it. He, no, he, no he tried to, he's trying to distract it. It's like giving it a bitch <laughs> slap. He's like, oh, that's why he goes up to the guy. He's like, when I say run, run, why? Just run. And he hits it and he throws a grenade and they run and they take off. But you're right because it's spinning around shooting. Like, it's like more like a wildfire. Like, <laughs> he should have just pushed it slightly so it's just shooting the other way. Yeah. So it couldn't circle back. He should have just grabbed it and held it down. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, again, it's... it's, like, it's it, this movie, I don't know if, if, like, as a kid, I would have given it a 10 out of 10 because I've watched it so many freaking times over and over and over again. And I feel like it almost could get a zero out of 10. Like, it could be any end of the spectrum because it's so goddamn ridiculous. But you can't help but watch it. It's like a train wreck. It, it just happened in front of your eyes. It's just, it's just, you're just, like... It's crazy what I see on the show or in the movie and on the show. Yeah, some parts are, I don't know, like even like the Morse code part, I thought was kind of <laughs> yeah. a little out of there. Like, you know, little 10 year old kids going to be like, oh, Morse code. Yeah. And but they need that, they need that truck to do it. No, no, no other car could have used a horn. They had, they had to bring <laughs> that guy in to be like, they have horns. They got to be like, yeah, like, that would I'm this. I'm. I'm the same though. Like as much as I love this movie, I. I know it's like, it's. It's a turd. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's a like, loving. Like it, it's. I'm with you. Like I don't hate it. I. It's so enjoyable. Except the, the end. There's just. I wish it yeah, had a bigger end. In. <laughs> see, I could have loved it. I could have loved it if the first half hour would have been the whole movie. If you, you could call it a bad movie, a so bad it's good, whatever. If that was the tone of the whole movie, I would. I would be proud to fucking say I love this movie and say it, it entertains me the whole time. It's great. I just find it, the goofiness kind of goes away, you know, albeit a couple scenes here and there in the fucking second, third act. That's how I see it. I see it in the beginning done right. And then I just see it, it tries to take a serious tone to a degree when the, the real horror, I guess, begins in, in a siege narrative and you just get a couple lines here and there. But I just don't, I don't get the, again, some people do love it. Like apparently you guys do. I just think that the 
the first act is what's loving about it, and the rest is just kind of slow with a couple random things here and there, which which make you chuckle. Because I guess they don't but... they don't develop the characters enough. But I thought the most unintentionally funny part is the kid's father, who takes takes a load yes. of diesel in the eye and is blinded, yet he's like, I gotta go look for my boy. Nobody else is like, you know what, I'll go with you considering you're blind. He's like, oh, don't worry, I'll be okay. And then he's like, literally killed two seconds later. Is that all? Flush his eyes. Leave me alone. <laughs> that was Bubba. <laughs> See, I never saw this as a kid. That's another thing. And if I oh. did see it as a kid, it was a one and done. Like, I bought the soundtrack right when it came out because I was a huge ACDC fan. And I mean huge. Fucking was so big I forgot the H huge. You know what I mean? Now I wouldn't put him in my... Whoa. Damn it, my power went out. So uh, I, I, the soundtrack, all the songs were the same. They were songs we've heard before from ACDC, except the song Who Made Who. And then uh, and there were two, what do you call it? It's uh, two instrumentals. DT was one of them. That was the one when the kids drive on the bike. Nah, 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 nah. That's good shit, yeah. And, uh, and Chase the Ace, which is like... <laughs> the, yeah, that's great. That's a great scene in the movie. I love it. And the, I love that song. It's fucking great. And Chase the Ace, which is another instrumental, which was like the action scene. There was a like truck chase. Something was going on during that. Uh, towards the end. I don't know. But... Great, great, uh, and they use the songs in the right parts. One part, they're, they're playing Shake Your Foundation, which is from another another one of their albums as they're trashing it. And the weird thing is this. There's a scene in the movie where the guy says, Hell's Bells, and the fucking yeah. scene cuts, and they don't play Hell's Bells. They play a different ACDC song, and later they play Hell's Bells for no reason. Mm-hmm. Fucking weird, huh? Why would you do that? You have the oh, perfect opportunity fit the saw the movie better when they do play it but uh yeah it was uh it, it was great and funny enough talking about acdc again we were talking about their album last time and we we're talking about no soul music and you said that um back in black was track three but it was actually the first track on the b-side so that must have been where i said hell's bells was track one and uh and back in black was the first track maybe number five on uh on so it was a b-side and that's how i remembered it as a kid i just assumed it was the first song but it's actually the first song on b-side on the second really, side which you never hear about b-sides much anymore other than when artists talk about b-sides and rarities or whatever but because no one's used to albums which further i guess is proof of the argument we were making last show about well, yeah, just I, I never, picking songs and not albums I never hear the term B-side used yeah. unless you're talking about single. Like, like oh, like, uh, when back in the day, there would be the fucking B-side of the single. You know what I mean? Like, famously, yeah. Ice, Ice Ice Baby was actually the B-side to play that funky music on fucking, on, um, for Vanilla Ice. Like, the hit was supposed to be play that funky music, and it didn't really take off. And then the, a DJ spun the B-side, and it happened to be Ice Ice Baby, and then that fucking caught on. It was, it was, you know, the B-sides are usually the songs that are on the flip side of the fucking single they would sell. So, but there's also the second side of the album or the cassette, which was always a big deal. So when you're saying Back in Black was on the B-side, I know what you're saying. You're saying that it was two, the yeah, second yeah. half of the album, first track, which 
Yeah. It, it's going, hey, it's, they had a thing. See, I was right on the first two tracks, Hell's Bell, Shoot to Thrill. And for yeah. some reason, my memory was Back in Black was the third, but it's not. It's, it's well, no, you, you were correct because I was like, yeah. say, yeah, you come in with Back in Black and we were making the joke and whatever. But right. it was because I knew it was a, but I remember now it's because, yeah, you flip it over and pop it on and boom, you just got that track too. But anyway, it was just a side note since we were talking ACDC again. Right. And, and who made who? Great song. But the weird thing is that woman does that fucking shtick twice. You, we made you. You know what she sounds like, by the way? Caroline Williams. I, it, it totally could have been her in that role. Fucking, she came out when she was screaming. She sounds just like her. But they did it twice. She did it in the beginning, then she did it towards the end. I, thought she, sounded, I thought she sounded more like LG. <laughs> <laughs> oh, LG. Oh, LG. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> It was weird that she came out and did it twice, though. They should have killed her fucking ass the second. Enough, bitch. You know what I mean? How many fucking times are you going to harass us? You got some balls, don't you? Holy we know fuck. we know we made them. We know we made them. Don't need you. Yeah, what are you? I'll tell you you've been safe for the last 24 hours. You got some balls, lady. Now go piss on them. <laughs> but I, I stand by you, it. Asshole. It, it, it's funny, Dave, because you said you like the opening, but like I we I started this by saying I like the first half of the movie, and then the second half feels like it's grinding gears, as we Smoke. usually say, and now it makes the most sense for this movie. <laughs> yeah. But ultimately, ultimately, yeah. I mean, I don't. As a kid, like I said, I probably would have been like, yeah, ten out of ten. But I realistically, I'd say probably like a six. I'll go six. Yeah. It's fun. I'll watch it. I got no problem putting it on, but I got to be realistic. That's fair. Yeah, me too. I, I would say a six as well. I like the red eyes. I like that stuff when it, when it glows in the trucks. A lot of people might think it's it's corny, but I think it's cool when it happens. And let me ask you guys a question. Adios, motherfuckers. That comes from this movie because I hear it a lot. That's mm-hmm. like a famous line because of Maximum Overdrive. Um, I don't know if they did it before this. But I know he does say it at the end of the movie. Okay. Yeah, I I, yeah. I don't know if it was actually from this film, but you're right. He, I mean, he does say it, but I can't imagine that ever it's being quoted because of this movie. But who knows? Oh, so he might have lifted it from some. I'm gonna look it up. I'm curious about that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But yeah, like I said, it's a six. But I wish it would have stayed what it was doing in the first fucking act. But. It's okay. I, some people love it, though. Love it. I'm like, hey, that's cool. You know, nothing wrong with that. Oh, yeah, I understand that. I mean, I, I love it, but I like I said, realistically, I know. Like, everything we talked about, like, you know, I, I think it's a, you know, seven and a half, eight. Like, but but it's something I can always throw on. Like, I can always watch. Like, it's a guilty pleasure. It's one of those movies that just never get old to me. Like, I can just put it on anytime and just, just let it go. Cool. Yeah, I'm at a seven. I feel six is just too low. Six doesn't have the rewatchability. Seven. And I see, like, I mean, I, I agree with Mitchell and you. I would put this on and rewatch it. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it is too low, but I got to be honest. I mean, it's not, I know I'm watching a bad movie when I'm watching it. Like, I, I know it is. And, and I still think the first half is stronger than the second, but okay. I, I, I can't, maybe I'm, I'm trying to second guess mine, but seven's seven and uh, you broke me again. I'm getting broken. They broke your bed before. <laughs> Man, I think it is from this movie. Adios, motherfucker. Because I'm like googled it and eight out of ten. <laughs> I go with six and a half. It's as high as I I, I can go with it. But again, 
It, you know that's that's a drink, adios, motherfucker. Wow. What's it gonna take to get you into a seven? Nope. No. Really? No, not a what seven. What do I have to do for you to have you leave this place today with a seven? <laughs> Six and a half is as high as I go. I'm, let, I'm a fucking. Let uh, me let me go talk to my manager. Yeah. <laughs> See what I can do. It's your boiler room again or something? What the fuck's going on over here? Trying to upsell you to a seven. Yeah, and it, and that has to include the uh, you know roadside assistance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep, I'm like the fucking I'm as shrewd as an Arab trader. What does the guy say in fucking uh, Christmas story? My father when he was talking about buying Christmas trees. You know what would be fantastic in the remake? I'm sorry, Dave, but you just by no. you you just talk about it. You're, would be if they have this opening and all of a sudden they, they have this pan down and then you see like the Dixie, whatever, and you're like, oh, here we go. And then that one of those planes just comes crashing into it and it just explodes. And then it just cuts away and go we we go to somewhere else. Like it's a total tease, as if you think you're coming out to, um, to like revisit like the Dixie Diner and then <laughs> like those airplanes, the ones that crash into a bus, just beelines it right in and it just explodes into smithereens. And we move on right from there. That would be fantastic. That's a clip for our movie. That's another one. <laughs> with it with a cheap looking fucking what do you call it? The explosions that you see? Which yeah. are probably easy to do on a computer, which I'm guessing. Digital explosions. One yeah. more for the Alabama yeah. baked movie. <laughs> yeah, Alabama baked. Yeah, don't they do those explosions in Psycho Gorman too? The fucking the, those cheap explosions. Oh yeah. Or no. Okay, well, well they're everywhere we can... now. Now that you've got digital, everything's digital. That's okay. I'm digital. This is not even me. I'm, I'm sleeping digital. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm digital underground. <laughs> yeah. I never now, have I more wanted to get doing. out of a review. Now stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin. The image and the style that you used to, indeed. Okay. See, you we got to move on. But you're all making money, see? It's a whole world of... <laughs> I hope you call them see. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> making money, see? <laughs> Jesus Christ. We got <laughs> to get into the main event. We got to get main into the event. main event. Yeah, baby. Favorite child's Yeah, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> Directed by Tom Holland, written by Don Mancini. A single mother gives her son a much sought after doll for his birthday, only to discover that it is possessed by the soul of a serial killer. I changed my rating <laughs> seven out of 10 for maximum overdrive. Yeah! You upsold him. I'm six and a half. Here's all, the right, all right, that's fine. I had six yeah. and a half written down, and when C came in with a six, he, I seemed like he was blowing it the most. So I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. If he's going to do this, I don't have to feel bad to, to fucking... To, to, I don't want to come, come ahead of C. What's the difference? No, I'll because go back down to the six, which was my it, original... It doesn't make any sense. I, I've said it's a bad movie, yet I watch it. I, I mean, I know, like, Rocky Four to me, there, there's parts of me that know, like, it's a, it's a crazy-ass movie. But I love it. So there... I mean, you, know I, I'm gonna do, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give it a seven and a half and give that <laughs> extra half point to you, Dave. <laughs> Mitchell, what's your rating? Are you changing your rating? No, mine's the same. Yeah. His is a seven because, and a half, eight. If, if we talk another ten minutes, I think I can get this into the Hall of Fame. Put the, the reason, and the reason for this is because of the movie we're going to be talking about now and where I come in with my rating. And this is a movie I wouldn't put on all the time. I wouldn't choose to put this on, whereas Maximum Overdrive, I would. So there's got to be a differentiation between that and a rating somehow. So that that is the reasoning why. Sorry, 
Did you introduce Child's Play? I know you said we're going to do it. I did. I did. Okay. Uh, this, Mitchell... this is the one that this is the one that scared the shit out of me as a kid. Hell yeah, wow. me too. This one, like literally going to like Hollywood or Blockbuster, like I had to have my brother go in the horror section and turn the VHS cover the opposite way. Wow, just Chucky on the cover looking that way scared you, huh? Yeah, because he used to have that, you know, the knife? Yes. So, like, literally, if I wanted to go down that horror section, my little brother had to walk down the aisle. Your little brother? That's even yeah, that's my little awesome. brother. And flip it. And he had to flip the, flick, flip the box because I couldn't do it. That's the great, I love stories like that. So for me, as a kid, that was Nosferatu. We had him in a magazine, a horror book that I think I still had downstairs. And my buddy and I would flip to the page. And if I saw the picture of Nosferatu, I would, I would go, I'd just run it. I I hated it. It scared the shit out of me. And so we'd try to flip it open. If it flipped to that page, we'd run out of the room. And it reminds me of that. When Dave was a kid, he used to make uh, his brother turn off that scary radio program. (laughs) Turn off that scary radio program. that's crazy i love stories like that though oh don't don't leave mitchell it's just it's just cover art i couldn't do it so i guess i was about 15 when this came out and people were raving about it and i love tom holland i mean this is like he came off of uh I thought Brandon was going to start pissing in the background. I'm like, shut the door! <laughs> He's just going to piss on his balls. Don't worry yeah. about him. <laughs> and he came off Fright Night, which Fright Night's a personal favorite. So I was all on board for this. And people were raving about it. I thought this was a slam fucking dunk. And even as a kid, I didn't really care for it that much. I've watched it many times over the years in hopes that it would get better. I, I really get hung up. Again, I know it's a killer doll movie, so people are like, stop looking so deep into it. But the, the whole mumbo jumbo of the of of the of the ritual and everything like that just is ludicrous to me. I just find it's it voodoo. so voodoo. Yeah, it's, voodoo it's so and, stupid. Uh, Dambella is. is a real voodoo god correct. or whatever. It's correct. Yeah. They even yeah. had to change the uh they even had to change the what do you call it? God. The chant because of it. Yeah. You know, I just I, I it's I much prefer the AI in the the newer version than the voodoo of the original, and I think Not that's me. funny because oh, AI crazy. don't. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, AI don't but, either. I love the voodoo aspect because oh, I hate it. No different than any other fucking evil religious thing that that we see, and it's like the 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 Zuni fetish now. Does that yeah. bother you? That's fucking because of of similar shit. I don't say I, I hate the voodoo in this movie. I'm not saying I hate voodoo in any in any film. I just think it's so cheesily done voodoo. here. Voodoo. 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 <laughs> what? I mean the babe? So what's... I, mean, I still don't get it. You don't hate it in movies, but you just don't like it in this movie? That's just done really horribly in this film. It just is <sighs> so fun. cheesy when he... When he hey, I mean, how many... You've seen the movie. It's just so cheesily done. I, I don't know how to explain it. To me, everything that they present in the movie is so ridiculously presented to me. But I don't know how else to explain it. What you don't find bad, I think, is absolutely ludicrously presented to me. I think it's 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 filmed poorly. I think it's edited poorly. I think the actual dialogue of what he's saying is, is laughable. I just don't like any aspect of that part of the movie. Um, uh, Dewey Dumbala doing the fucking yes. chant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. So if there was no chant 
and let's say it was done like Jason Lives, they just stuck fucking a stick in him and lightning came and hit it, that would be okay? No, I don't think they should have done anything. I think they should have had him be like, I like he says, I need to find someone or whatever. He looks at the doll, grabs it, cut! <laughs> What if he's dead? He's dead with the doll dead beside him. You can keep the voodoo (laughs) plot. That whole that takes me right out of the movie. The big explosion, everything like that. It just it just ruins. It it just right from the get go. It's off on a on a horrible start. It's 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 more ludicrous than uh, Maximum Overdrive. It's more ludicrous than ludicrous. I don't even know what the joke is. I I bowled right over it. I don't even know what you're laughing about. I I honestly didn't even hear you. Because I said right. instead of him chanting, it should be a choir singing, and Dave lost it, and and you That's were just funny. so angry and in the zone that you didn't even hear. I did, I didn't, but that's that's funny. <laughs> I will give you credit for that. It, that, that is that is funny, but yes, it doesn't take away from the fact that I, I even at fifteen, I'm like, what the fuck are we watching here? Like, I just, I was like, this is horrible. I think it's because it came from a serious yeah. opening and then that was in there. And I'm like, uh, like the scariest part to me, I've said it in the chat. I've said it before. is when she finds out there's no batteries. Oh, and I think yeah. that's a great, that, yeah. that sequence is great. That's a fantastic that, scene. It's a, it, that scene is well done. And that's the best scene in the movie and everything. Like, I'm not saying everything before it because there's some okay stuff before it, but not much after keeps me engaged. This, See, I, I like I, the sequels better than this movie. I could I could see that, but I'm engaged in it because it's short. It gets right to the point. I really think the kid does a terrific job. When he yeah. starts crying in the hospital, oh. that's, a, that's like that's, so – that's real. That's totally, like, dude. Right? They probably pinched yes. the kid. Like, hey, you yeah. fuck. <laughs> Action. <laughs> but, but for me, this came Chuck out when I was it. eight years old. So I probably saw this when it was available to rent when I was like nine. So I was at the prime age. <laughs> terrified me terrified me absolutely haunted me the idea that a doll could come to life this just haunted my nightmares for a long, I get long it. time and there's totally something about it. this version of the chucky doll even when he's just talking as a good guy the way the mouth moves and everything it it, it just don't look right it well, just don't look right no 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 like there is good elements in this i'm just talking about what I do. and i'm in the minority trust me i know this movie's beloved people love this film i think maybe watson uh and i see eye to eye on this first installment of just not be you, you must have to crouch down all. then. Yeah. <laughs> that was Brandon once. And I don't even know if to the to the degree. Mine is really the the hokiness of the presentation of the voodoo at the beginning. I don't even care that he goes after the guy later and everything like that. That's there's there's great. yeah, there there is some okay stuff later. But I'm just yeah, I'm not a hundred percent on board. It doesn't grip me like uh, a lot of the other movies. Uh, Chucky wants to watch the nine o'clock news. <laughs> yeah, it's just so it's so good. I I do wish they would have showed some of um Brad Dwarf as the strangler though. Oh, like, as the strangler? Like they do yeah, in, in, in Curse, yeah. Yeah, like just you know, even in the first movie, because like in the beginning when um Andy comes in and gives the mom the breakfast on the news is they're talking about him being gunned down that night. Yeah. I just would have liked maybe a flashback or just something that would have showed him maybe, you know, how he got his name. Like, why are they calling him, you know, the strangler? Cigar face. (laughs) Now you'll find out why they call me. You know what's funny? Dave got distracted at that breakfast scene because Andy made toast and that just made Dave salivate. (laughs) He put butter on it. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, it's almost holiday time. One time a year. Oh, yeah. Christmas already. His uh, toast for once a year. 
Yeah. Yeah. Christmas toast. It has to be better than um chicken wings with no sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody had it yet though? You gotta have a wing I love sauce. the fact that Dave's favorite sauce is no sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you never said that, but it's still funny. It's still it's funny. Okay. He just said, have you ever had it? And yeah, it I know. His favorite. It's, it's <laughs> I, it. I love it. I love top it. five sauces. And it's like, uh, no shots. No sauce. <laughs> you know so what? Wait, I like not... a cheeseburger with no cheese. What's your favorite cheese? Oh, my favorite cheese is the hamburger, the cheeseburger without the cheese on it. <laughs> That's my favorite cheese. So, wait. So, Mitchell, you said you were afraid. Of the box in the video store, so I'm I'm gonna guess that you were also afraid to watch the movie, so you probably didn't see it when it first I, came out. I saw it, but I couldn't watch it alone. Like I had to have my brother watch it with me, or <laughs> I had to watch it during the day, or you know I couldn't watch it at night, or you know I just couldn't. Like he wow. just scared the shit out of me. Damn. Like wow. even uh, we were gonna watch it one time. My it was me, my other two brothers. My mom was you know in the room in the shower. And I told them, I was like, you know, I'll watch the movie. You just got to put the box up and I'm cool. And they were like, okay, okay. So, you know, I go into the living room. I should have known something was up because as soon as I got into the living room, my older brother's, you know, blocking the way I walked in. And then my other brother's behind him just slowly creeping up. And oh. they literally pinned me in the corner of the wall with the box. <laughs> and I'm telling I'm you, I flipped so bad, like... I literally almost broke my mom's like door down. Like, oh, I'm telling you, that's like, I, the power of yeah. I know. I mean, that's it. I, I yeah, mean, that's yeah. what it was as kids, and that's what leads to the fascination. I think with horror, when you get a bit older as well, uh, it would terrifies you. There, it's almost like a conquering of the fear, even if you weren't thinking of it that way. Because that's how I look at it. Like, I was petrified of this shit, so I'm going to embrace it. You know, make your yeah. enemy your friend, your best friend. It, <laughs> it still happens, though. Like, I went to Universal, like, a, the Halloween Horror Nights, like, three years ago. And I, I couldn't do the terror train because I knew Chucky was going to be at the end of it. Wow. I was like, I'm. it, it was the best wow. ride of the night. And I was like, I can't, you know, I don't want to do it. hopped off before the end. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, it's on know, a loop. My, brother, my brothers are giving me shit the whole night. They're like, you know, you know, they're like, oh, you're a wuss. And I was like, my excuse was like, I was like, oh, you know, I got to I gotta stay and protect mom. You know, she got a, she got a bad heart. She might have a heart attack. <laughs> but I just knew that at the end of that ride, he's going to pop up. And what if you popped up in your cart? Like you didn't even know I it? Can't do it. I, just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. This is, okay. This is great. This is exactly how I felt as a kid. Like I used to do the voice in bed. I, I was would the do same the way. Chucky voice. I would do it myself and scare the shit out of myself. I was the same way. I'd like, I couldn't even stick my feet off the bed. Like if my feet were to pop out the blankets. Wow. Oh, or if like so, I dropped the remote on the floor. I'm not getting that remote at I night. I was at a friend's house once and I went upstairs in the house and he had a doll that looked like a good guy doll. I flipped out and ran downstairs. I still remember it like it was yesterday. It terrified me. So this mm -hmm. is like yeah, the so. Jason for you guys. Like that's what I I was petrified of Jason and 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 Freddie. I would have been ten oh, like, when Freddie came out, but it would still that, freak me out. Is like, that why we left Horophilia? <laughs> <laughs> well, it scared you that much. Yeah, I, I had to turn the box around. <laughs> it's from Texas. Yeah, <laughs> 
I like. I never I, had a thing like it's that. Like Alabama Part afraid. Two. <laughs> part Two. I never had a horror movie character like that that I was afraid of. I wish I did. The shit I'm afraid of goes too fucking deep. But I, I wish it was something as simple as a fucking. But let me ask you this: Is it's it a rocking horse? Is it a doll? <laughs> Well, yeah, but that's a supernatural thing. That's true. But I'm not afraid of a rocking horse, only if I'm in the room alone with one in a basement. But not ordinarily. But still. <laughs> what if it has Sylvester Where Stallone's we... face and it's called a rocky horse? <laughs> oh, yo, Adrian. Be... <laughs> it's got to be in the movie. We got to do that we, in the we movie. Did <laughs> we, we did it. We did it, Adrian. <laughs> you can say Sly Stallone is fucking changing Amazing rocking horse, taking out the robots. <laughs> what if in the place of Paulie's robot was a rocky horse? <laughs> hey, uh, happy birthday, Paulie! And he comes and he talks. Happy birthday, he's Rocky. <laughs> That'd be great. But hold up, are you, you know, afraid they call of me the Italian stallion for a reason? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, I'm I'm not afraid of like puppets. It's literally just, it's just that damn doll. Okay. Wait. So, you bring up a good point about puppets. But damn X. I swear we brought her up on the show before. Solid Gold, I think she was from. And Hollywood Squares, back in the early 80s. Oh my God, she scared the hell out of me. You want to talk about running out of a room, turning a box around. She wasn't even a horror thing. I saw her on TV. I ran. My dad loved it. it but I swear if he, he was able to record it, he would have recorded it and played it. Just to try to, to scare me as a joke one time. It scared the shit out of me. Well, so I get I, it. I get yeah. the dull stuff. I just, I guess when I was, I was ripe from wanting like a Michael Myers or Freddie or Jason. And I got this talking doll that looked like a Freddie ripoff. Really? Because he was all doing like the bitch and, and wisecracking every, every two seconds. It was Freddie in a doll form. Really? Yeah, and, and I was scared of puppets as a kid. Cause I told you that story where I, I think I was five or six and, uh, my parents hired somebody to come dressed as Cookie Monster. And it was a woman who come, and I still have pictures in picture albums. She looked like she was 17 feet tall, dressed as Cookie Monster. It was the most horrifying thing I ever seen. Yeah. And then, and, then, and then she did like puppet shows with like Miss Piggy and Kermit. Horrifying. It was my worst nightmare. Wow. I think I, I, think I cried the whole party. Oh, that's oh my lord. But it's my party, and I'll cry if I want to. Oh, <laughs> You knew, you you knew it was coming. If it happened, fucking yeah. asked for it. <laughs> it's true, though. But see, I'm with you on that that um, that, that puppet, that Madam X, whatever the fuck her name is. But I could see why she would be spooky. I wasn't running out of the room, but I tell you, that was a fucking spooky thing. You know what else yeah, was man. kind of there weird looking? Odd looking a little Ooh. bit? Was that fucking thing. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. That fucking shit. Creepy. And when she talked to her, she'd be like, ah! <laughs> She'd laugh like yes. that. Oh yeah, dude. You you know what? Um, did you ever watch Mister Rogers' Neighborhood? Yep. There was that one puppet on there, Lady Elaine. She was always a little bit all like weird to me. Yeah. Off. I wasn't afraid of her. Something about the way yeah. she looked was just a I little off putting uh, and weird. Her red nose that, that stuck out a little too far. It was, it, it was like it was like an offshoot, like it's almost as if Madame X had a grandchild, and that was. <laughs> But it was like an, like I could see the, the similarities to the creepiness of Madame X in you Lady know, Elaine. Every time you bring, bring her up, I keep thinking he's talking about a former girlfriend. Madame X. 
Was it she the good damn puff. or was it just Madam or Madam? Was there an madam. X? Probably Madam X, but he's like, my damn X. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if X was even part of it. I don't, I maybe it I'm wrong. Yeah, but X going to give it to you. <laughs> oh. R.I.P. R.I.P., yeah. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, Madame X Puppet. I mean, I, I maybe you just... No, he Puppet was... Madame. I guess it's just Madame. Where did yeah, X from? I don't know if it was X. I, I think it is Madame, yeah. It was Holy Malcolm shit, X's uh, wife. <laughs> <laughs> Someone should make a black one. It's like, yeah. just like oh, that. My. It could be Madame X. <laughs> she, she's got ball chin. She's got ball chin. I wonder if she pisses on her chin. She's a ball chinian. Don't even. Die oh on my that. god! A ball chinian. Don't pee. Don't pee on her fucking ball chin. <laughs> <laughs> Look. <laughs> Oh my god! Now, no, see... That's that's horrifying. That's horrifying now. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys see it. Yeah, the that, only that, box that's... art I was ever afraid of is um is the Elephant Man, of course, because everything about <laughs> everything about that movie scares me. I, I'm so afraid of it to this day. I, I was working in Hollywood Video. In the year 2000, right before I moved to Vegas. So at this, I'm going on fucking 30 years old. And I, I closed that store at night. I was the manager. Well, you have to walk down each aisle at the end to make sure everything's straight and this and that. Every time I walk down the aisle, it's dark. I'm about to close the place. I I, I, I could not look at that fucking box. I'm a grown man, fucking 30 years old. I don't even want to look at that fucking. Everything about it's scary. The cover, the letters are fucking scary. The way the font of <laughs> I was gonna say, is it true you had to have Mitchell's brother come in and turn the box around for you? <laughs> I just love how he's your younger brother. Cause how old would he have been at the time? He's a year younger than me. So if I was ten, he was nine. Oh wow, that but still that's hilarious. You gotta turn this around. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that's I what couldn't. this is about. The nostalgia like that's I can see the attachment there too. And and right from there, it's a conquering of the fears. And so when you watched it, it probably still terrified you and mm. like i can't take that away i mean i was just at that 15 year that means dave you're a couple years couple years older i i don't know did you see this out of the gate and did it freak you out or did you think it was a classic out of the gate oh child's play no i loved it out of the gate it was the first and i'm gonna to say that it was kind of groundbreaking at the time because when were you seen killer fucking dolls or puppets really i mean that they yes they had been made but when this one came out, it seemed like there was a lot of buildup for it. And it was like, a, oh, you know, sure. we're watching regular slashers in the 80s and this and that, other kind of movies. And all, okay, a killer doll, this is something we haven't uh, Yes, I know we have seen it. But at the time in the 80s, I can't recall any killer doll movies that I would have been into. But this one was marketed and there was buildup. I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. And I'll tell you, it had the right amount of everything for me. Yeah. And it still does. It still does. It has the heart uh, of, of of her and her son and what's going on there. And see, you know what this is? I'm going to make the comparison. I'm, uh, this is like First Blood Part 1 or Nightmare on Elm Street 3, where it's a movie where afterwards the sequels became something else. This, to me, is, 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 is Chucky in his purest form, and that's why I like it so much. Yeah. The, the comedy is very little. Yes, he does open his mouth, just like Freddy does it in Nightmare 3. Yes, he does say a couple, like, but it's great when he's like, fuck you, the ugly, <laughs> the ugly doll thing. That stuff is great. They didn't really Bugs Bunny him until part three and further, which is fine. Mm -hmm. 
But that's what I like about it. It's still scary, and every kill, it's set up like a slasher film. Like, even if there's POV, uh, the music is like a slasher film. It's the way it's executed to me. I've just always liked it. Uh, and the kills, when you see them, they all make sense. Nobody can say, oh, it's a puppet, just kick it. The only thing which is a little ridiculous, I could see, but he can still have the strength of a grown man. So that doesn't bother me, is when he's choking somebody out. Oh, Someone could say, well, if it's just a puppet, you should be able to escape it. But if you're thinking about the whole voodoo thing and that he has the strength that the real Charles Lee Ray would have, it's passable. But aside from that, every time you see a kill, there's no way to prevent it. Like when Maggie gets killed, you can't say it's a puppet, just punt it. No, because as soon as she turns around, the fucking hammer's in her eye, and then she backs up and she does the thing. <laughs> it's hammer. It's <laughs> more of the shock that killed her and she fell back Correct. into the window because if you look the, the hammer right. only makes a little cut above her eye it's just it's so ridiculous but i get it i mean it's they could have played on the fact that it, it couldn't have been andy a bit more if they rearranged the beginning a little bit and 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 played on that aspect and, and they really abandoned that because Brandon, you're correct with the the running time should be right up my alley it's like 83 yeah. minutes this yeah. is like the in out done that I always say I want. Yet this to me feels so much longer. By the end when they when he comes back Terminator style, I'm like, just get on with it. Uh, oh, kill the fucker. The, 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 the animatronics are so fantastic. Yes. Cutting edge, yeah. man. Yeah. And, no, and I, I think just it, love the they fact did better in the sec the sequels. The camera and the POVs and everything from such a small perspective, from a child perspective yeah. or a doll's perspective. It feels unnatural and unsettling. Mm -hmm. yep. I can't. I, I I could see you there. I mean, again, again, I don't hate the film. I I am harking on the negatives right now. I just don't see why this is elevated to the same level as a lot of the other, a, a lot of the other slashers and classics. Like to, to me, this is definitely like a a, a B slasher or or I, even I don't less. Know. Like I I love it. I don't know. I'm I, I don't know that my score is gonna represent like oh my god this is the greatest movie ever but i i just think that it's absolutely terrifying and i i like the fact that you know you can't you like a child would love this especially because he's so obsessed with good guys that this good guy was talking to him especially at his age you would like you wouldn't be terrified the way an adult would so right. it makes sense why he's mm. reacting the way he does i love when he goes to eddie's house and he puts him down because he has to go pee. He's like, I'll be right back, Chucky. <laughs> yeah. He says, he says like a bunch of Chucky. Yeah. Chucky. I was like, that's hilarious. See, and I think it's great. That's the oh, Harley. That's why it works. That's why the story leading into it, there's so much more story in this than there are the other ones. The other ones just become fucking typical like slasher stuff like part two is good yeah, they become just, fun <laughs> i enjoy it See, i like this better this is horror this is more fucking of a story and a mystery i like when there's a mystery what nobody believes this is happening and is this kid crazy and yes i know they did it in part two i get that but it's something more you see his obsession in this one Right. Like like he says, like Brandon says, the cereal and the fucking he's dressing up like him and the cartoon show and he's all into it. And you could see how he'd be misled. Where in the other ones, he now knows what Chucky is and in the whole movie. And it's just like, OK, there's your baddie. I know it's real. Now I got to convince other people are real that it's real. And that's fine. But there's something about this one yeah. that the timing, the 
the way the story evolves, it's fucking, it's, you know, it starts here and it goes through and it ends here. It's just, it's just a better story to me yeah. as a movie to see everything even, that's going Even on. though I like part three, I feel like when Tyler gets the doll, like, I feel like Tyler's too old to okay. have that relationship with Chucky that Andy had. It just, it, it, it feels forced. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy, I enjoy the sequels. I actually do. And I could see, I see it. They are more lighthearted and, and maybe even a little bit more fun at times. But this one is the pure horror of the franchise. Chris right. Sarandon is is not good in this movie. I like Chris Sarandon. No, he's, I think he's, he's yeah, I think he's I, I, something something yeah, you I think he's too. perfect. Yeah. Oh, I I, I hate his voice in it. I hate his acting. I the the a scene that should have been absolutely terrifying with the the knife coming up through the the chair should have been way more <laughs> effective. And they almost play it for laughs in a sense, like where it's like whoop or whatever. Oh, yeah. it, 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 I I there's there's missed opportunities here that I wish they built upon. Again, uh, there's that whole segue where she goes to find the the the, the vagrant or the homeless guy that gave her gave her the doll. That whole montage sequence to me makes me laugh every time. Like she's going up to people and got, he's got shitty teeth and whatever. And like where, where is he? And, she goes, and then they're about to rape her, and then Chris Sarandon swoops out of nowhere to save the day. I'm like, what? Where did? Why well, that turn? Followed her. He told well, her he, not to he go there. He tells her. He tells her before. He's like, you don't want to be that in that area this time of night. Right, and he sees her get in the car, the cab. So yeah. he follows her. Then that he gets perfect. mad, yeah. right? Because he knows he's gonna follow her. And okay, it's funny my explainable. Wife watched, still, my this wife movie. watched this with me, and you know what she said? This is coming from her mouth now, a female. She's watching the movie, and when she says, "I'm gonna go," and this and that, and he's like, "Don't, oh, it's a bad part of town." So she leaves, and he gets mad because he knows he has to follow her. My wife says she goes, "See, if she was ugly, he wouldn't have followed her." <laughs> <laughs> and that's coming from a female. And I said, "You know what?" You might be right. I go, that's why they cast pretty people in fucking movies, I guess. And she goes, that's true. She goes, that's how men are. She goes, if he, if, she, if he wasn't interested in her, he's not just doing it just out of the goodness of his heart. He's doing it because he's attracted to her. I said, I believe you. And, it's on her. and speaking of her, Catherine Hicks, and I told her, and I always knew this, you know that she married, she met Kevin Yeager, one of the you know one of the production people part one of the makeup people for Chucky on this movie when they made it they got married in 1990 they're still together that is oh, great that's yeah great. that's a success story I thought so I go let me look it up I'm pretty sure that's what happened here is that she met him on this movie and yeah 40 plus years together man that's fucking bravo for them but yeah I don't know I love that scene oh that's not all you got and then he because co- he followed her I mean he, <laughs> that's not all you got you, know? yeah, you guys got way more yeah that's fucking great that, that he's you got a, a full set of teeth you prick <laughs> <laughs> just run to the fuck out of there and I like Chris Sarandon I thought granted he ends up being pretty ineffective in the movie but I like yeah. how he doubts it and how he's fucking talking to her he's like because I'm sane Mrs. Hicks Mrs. Hicks, Mrs. Barkley, sane and rational. I fucking love that. He he doubts it and doubts it. He has this thing going with this woman. Does he is he kind of attracted to her? I don't know, probably. But I mean, is he is he doing his job? Of course. But I don't know. I never had a problem with Chris Sarandon. I thought he was good, ineffective. Yeah. But here's where he's needed: the gunshot in the heart at the end. Nobody else was a fucking marksman but him. Yeah. So he was solely there just to fucking put the final nail in the coffin. That's the one thing he did in the movie. And I like the other cop too. The line he says about, but who's going to believe me? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's actually a good line. It's true. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> like sure it is. This movie has the one line in cinema that honestly I don't think could ever be said again. I've got a date with a six year old boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. 
I don't think you can use that anymore. <laughs> right on. I, I, from, <laughs> just you repeated it. I don't think you could have used it then either. <laughs> it doesn't sound good at all. I got a date with a six-year-old boy, and yeah. you have a date with death. death. death yeah, like scene is awesome. Even yeah, it. before with the voodoo doll, he just like yeah, swipes yeah. oh, the leg and then snaps I'm, the arm. It's just like oh, it. so good. Love it. Other the and to scene. me. Nothing scary in this movie other than that battery sequence, which is effective. But none of the none of the rest of the movie is remotely scary. And everybody says, "Well, no, of course scary. not." Yeah, but not not back then, not now, not whatever. At least the, some of the other slasher films or other things that came out had scares to them. Fright Night, even which is has comedic elements, had scares in it to me. Like this, to me, just just that one sequence with the batteries. I don't know. To me, the whole idea, like like I said, being at that age. When this movie came out, the whole idea that a doll could come to life, as irrational as it is, terrified me. And then even when they defeat Chucky at the end, I was ruined, much like they continued the storyline with the mother in part two, where she's like in an institution. You know, I would be the same way. Like, how can you live and function in a world where dolls can come to life? So it like ruined me on the bigger scale. So this one yeah. messed me up. Yeah, there's there's creepy parts. Like even when he's in the, the hospital and he's like looking at the out the window, and you can see Chucky oh, climbing the stairs to get yeah. him. Like, oh my god, dude! Every every time terrible. he goes and looks again, he's you know a bit he's, closer. Yeah, closer, closer. That's when he starts crying, and that crying scene is so oh. genuine. I would I would be crying too. Yeah, it's just like, I, it was oh so god. sad. But what's with that hospital? Like, it looked like it looked like a scene out of like Oliver Twist. There's like homeless kids sitting on the floor. Yeah, and like, <laughs> Please, uh, may I have some more? Oh god. Well, <laughs> Madam Balchinian. Why did she pop up again? I guess they, it's a timer. I didn't do that again. It just popped up. Oh, I thought you That's, did that. No. That, I didn't, that means the other one's going to pop on up. Our balls. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Unintentional I, comedy in this one scene. I mean, yeah, the hospital was a little bit scene. too Oliver Twisty, but the one unintentionally funny scene when the mother comes home after Aunt Maggie's killed. The minute she oh, walks yeah. into the apartment, the one cop Sitting on the couch with his feet up, reading the newspaper. <laughs> Did you notice yeah. that? Yeah, everyone's so calm. They don't say anything. A couple of them are eating. Yeah, some of them are eating, but the one cop was sitting on the couch with his feet up on the table yeah. with the newspaper open, reading it. That's funny. I was like, wow. what the hell is this? That's weird. I didn't notice that. All I remember was uh, after yeah, They're all chilling out there. They're just chilling. Oh. <laughs> uh, Chucky says Aunt Maggie is a real bitch and got what she deserved. <laughs> Andy, I, I want you, Andy, I want you to stop this. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's okay with it at the end. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I was making it up. But she still doesn't care that he said that she was a real bitch. I got what she did. Yeah, it's just, I, think, I think C froze again. This no, one's just good. Oh, like, okay. Okay. I met um, I met uh, the actor that played Andy Barkley at a convention last year. And he's like, I was, telling, I was joking with my brother. I was like, dude, he's still little Andy Barkley. Like... <laughs> Like, you know, he's like a five foot six dude. Just so, you know, he's a super short guy. Like he literally looks the same. Yeah. It was just like, it's just crazy. Like, well, he's like in him the actual then, last one, right? Yeah. 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 He was in it. By the way, by the way, I've heard somebody complain about fucking that. They said voodoo for dummies online in, uh, in what do you call it? In Cult of Chucky. Well, guess what? I, I, I discovered this yesterday. There was a callback to fucking, uh, Right what do you call it? 
Yeah, Bride of Chucky, because she said she had a book that said Voodoo for Dummies. So if you don't have a problem with it in that movie that she has a book, Voodoo for Dummies, then why would you have a problem that that same book was transcribed online and there is, there's now a voodoofordummies.com? I don't get yeah. that point. You know what I mean? It's the same yeah. thing. But anyway, I, I don't know. Um, shit. I love that whole scene, though. When he when he goes and visits that guy, the voodoo snacks his legs, the whole thing. And when he first sees him, he goes, "Hi!" <laughs> I always laugh. I love that fucking scene. Yeah, that, that, is yeah, that, that's just crazy. He's like, yeah, that whole scene. Just the even the guy, like the voodoo guy, he just pulls, he just sells it, yes. like he sells it. You're an abomination, a rage yes. against nature. Yeah, that's oh, just crazy. Great. I crazy. love it. You know what that picture looks like? Remember when they go and they go to Charles Lee Ray's house and you see a picture of that guy? Now, just the picture, but not the guy himself. The picture looks just like Dennis Rodman. Next time you watch it, look at it. Dennis Rodman from the fucking, when he played for the uh, the Pistons, the early days. Before, yeah. Dennis before Rodman he... used to be Dembella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. He also Pistons on his balls. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's definitely pissed on someone's balls, Dennis Rodman. There's no doubt about that. Sure, sure. Probably Madonna's balls. Oh, amazing. And the kid, and I complain about this all the time, but when somebody's trying to um, exonerate, you know, exonerate themselves or, or they have an excuse, and I, I always say this in movies, why not say that the kid comes out and he goes, hey, he goes, I know who, I know who was on top of the, uh, the fucking, the counter. It was Chucky, and, and they just blow him off. All he, and she goes, no. She goes, it wasn't. Go back. All he had to say in that movie, and it changes everything, is the fucking, there's flour on the bottom of his shoes. That's all that kid, it's on the bottom of his shoes, mom. And they, I can't stand when they fucking leave something like that hanging in the air for, for, for someone to grab so easily in a plot, and they don't do it. Just don't write that part then. I, I, again, I... That's a big complaint of mine. They do it in a lot of movies. It just always bothers me. Like, it's so easy for you to say, but wait a minute, and then solved. You know what I, I mean? Yeah, I think they're just trying to set up that they're already, the cops are already going to assume that the kid killed the, True. the nanny. I mean, the kid could walk up there with the fucking doll. <laughs> yeah, that's why the the cop was like, oh, he's like, what's on the bottom of your, uh, your shoes there? He's like, oh, is that a gun? He's like, a badge. Soul, stupid. Soul, you dirty kappa. Night of the Creeps, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. There you go. And in this movie, this is where we really get the real Dr. Shock. Definitely in this movie. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The fucking doctor when they put yeah, the thing on his head. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, that, that's Doc Shock for sure, man. <laughs> yeah, his uh, when it showed his eyes, used to always creep me out when I was little too, because they get all like blood red. Mm, yes. I was like, oh, because it really doesn't show anything. You know, he he gets a little toasted, but it just like the blood and stuff leaking from his eyes and his mouth is just like oh. Yeah, my wife hates that scene. She's like, oh, disgusting. I said, what? That's disgusting. She said, yeah. It's oh yeah. Certain gore bothers her and certain gore doesn't, but like that of all things, she says disgusting. I'm like, yeah, okay. I, I had a famous, uh, I had a famous Dave Z scene a couple weeks ago. Uh oh, let's hear. I was, uh, we were eating, uh, eating dinner, <laughs> and my wife's like, you want to put a movie on? So I'm like, cool. So I put on Saw Two. <laughs> she did not appreciate that. No, she literally, she was like, she got up and she was like, 
something's wrong with you. She's like, you're fucked. Like, you're fucked in the head. And she literally... Like I did? (laughs) Yeah, like, literally everything. This came out at, like, minute 90 of the film, though. (laughs) She was just like, how can you watch this? I'm like, I... That movie is hard. Like, when we were doing the series last year, and I had watched that movie so many freaking times, it seemed, by the time we did the series, when my daughter and I were watching it, there is a shitload of screaming. Like, in that particular installment, it sounds like everybody's just screaming. For a long period of time, that it's it's almost unwatchable. Are you uh, going to be calling the baseball game after this? Why? Because you're echoing like crazy. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I I feel like I brought the, like this movie down, but this just this film is not for me. I uh, I do like the other ones in the series more. This is like one of the lowest ones, other than Seed. Yeah, I, I can't crazy. stand Seed. Wow, crazy. One I of can't stand ones. Seed either, but this is. This is this is probably my favorite. This yeah. is in the probably my top three, I would say. And oh this, yeah. This part two and Curse. Yeah, I'm the same one two and Curse was great. Yeah. Colt was pretty good too, but I'm yeah, Colt's pretty. Good. I enjoy them all. Look, I'm a Chucky, I'm a Chucky fan, definitely. But this one to me will always have that special place in my heart because it just traumatized me as a child. What's the matter, see? I don't know. I keep thinking someone's at the door, but then no one comes in. <laughs> Who's at the door? That opens up. I can sort of see it in this. Let me know. Man, I think it's the best story. And there's something, one one more thing I want to bring up. Did you realize, did anyone else think of this? When Chucky starts getting blasted towards the end, they did the same thing in Jason X. I think Jason X watched fucking Child's Play and did the same shit. Remember in Jason X when they start fucking, when they upgrade the girl KM and she starts blasting body parts off them? It's the same shit. They yeah, fucking blast off, right? The arm, the leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's flies. walking. Yep. Yeah. Same fucking shit, man. The, the head, they blast everything off the same way they do it in Jason X. I'm like, son of a bitch. And it took Mrs. Barkley this. an awfully long time to remember to kill the heart, even though they just spoke to the voodoo guy. And I wish the voodoo guy showed up in Jason X and said, this movie is an abomination. He he should have been Brodsky. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been hilarious. I think they meant the heart. Well, again, it doesn't matter. He could come back. I think they actually meant the heart of Dambala itself, the fucking thing, the heart. I don't think they meant the heart of the doll, which is why that could explain how he comes back. Because they talk about the heart of Dambala. It's in fucking voodoo. It, it's a thing. So. I saw a, uh, I was watching a lot of anthologies recently, and I saw a short anthology segment on voodoo, and it was Dambala. And the mask looked exactly like the mural in there you uh, go. in Charles Lee Ray's. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah, that is all. That is all factual about yeah. it. Yeah, about that entity. Yeah, it's a like, thing. Oh, cool. I was like, I had never seen another story about Dembella. Right, but I mean, everyone does everything. She does everything she's supposed to do. My wife is watching this with me, and she's she starts to criticize the wife. Uh, pardon me. She starts to criticize the mother. She's like. Well, when this happens, she goes, call the cops. When, when Remember that scene when, when she drops the battery and Chucky runs off in the elevator? I go, she is going to call him as soon as she gets down there and she can't find him. She does. Then something else happens. And she goes, uh, I forgot what she said. She said something about tell. Oh, yeah. She goes, show him the bite. When she's arguing with him about if he's real, she for sure enough, she pulls back her she sleeve. She shows him the bite. But my, my wife likes to pick movies apart sometimes when she's watching them. And I loved it that everything she said to do, she does. The yeah. character does. I'm like, okay, this woman does everything she's supposed to do to try to save her son, and it's believable that 
you know, she would maybe do that to herself. I mean, you're trying to save your kid. You want him to get locked up. You don't want your kid to be a murderer. She's telling the truth, but of course, people on the other side don't know that. That's what this movie has that the others don't. It does not have that. This movie has the mother trying to defend him, not just him saying Chucky's coming. There's a different dynamic in this film. That's why one of the reasons I love it. It's something that the other ones don't have. You know, it's just... And anyone noticed that the uh, towards the end, Chucky's teeth started looking like they were human teeth. They started getting yellow and stuff, like kind of rotting. They look like real teeth, like to the point that they're... They don't look like a doll's teeth. You mm-hmm. actually see teeth coming in. And I don't think earlier in the movie you see that. I think maybe because his face is half blasted off or something. But you see, like, actual teeth. Where earlier on in the movie, you don't see those teeth. So yeah, like, like it, everything at the end, everything yeah. like comes out of the chimney and he just like kicks the, <laughs> kicks the little thing down. Yeah. Just like, oh, it's, just, it's yeah, great, just, man. Oh. It is. It's groundbreaking that what, what, what they did with the fucking, what they did with the, the That's it crazy. is what they, well, hold on. Let me explain why it's groundbreaking because of just from the fact of it being a, what do you call it? Just for the mechanics, the animatronics at the time, watch the special features on this. It yeah, was a the, real big deal. Yeah, all those tables and all those cords. It's freaking crazy. Yeah, and how they shot it. And how sometimes they had to put a little person in a costume and do it. But they did it the right way. Where in the past, you're watching a killer doll movie, and it just looks fucking stupid. And this time, yes, there are some things now you can go back and look, and you know when there's a little person in a costume. But still, for the time, what they were doing, it hadn't been done that way before. So a lot of thought went into this movie and how they were going to make it look as real as possible. That's why I give it a lot of respect. There's really. only small roles. There's no <laughs> small roles, only small people. But I've said all I'm going to say about it. I, I think it's a good movie. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. I, it's good. I, well, it's like not that. your best of the night, but it's good. I'm, I'm, it's not even night. It's afternoon. I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> I need a nap. It's good. You, you need it's a 20 good. minute nap? Yeah. It's good. It's good. Don't do it. It reminds me of fucking, what do you call when, when, when Christmas said vacation. That. Thank you. Yep. The eggnog. <laughs> It's good. Yep. It's good. He dips another one. <laughs> I can see Christian being that, flipping the yeah. fuck out after being calm for yeah. a long time. <laughs> like good uh, it's about to happen right now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it means you better get out of here. Oh. No, <laughs> Is it because kidding. of us? <laughs> no, no, no. I Again, you can't. I know I'm in the minority for this film. I know that this is well loved. This particular installment, I, I just, I, I've, I've maybe been as high as a seven before, and I, I, I don't hate the movie, even though all I really focused on was a negative, probably to counterbalance you, your love for it, guys. But ultimately, I, I mean, again, I'm not going to go first because we do have a special guest, and so Mitchell, you, you could go first. I just don't want to piss in your dreams or your balls, but uh, <laughs> you go first and you let us know what, where you stand. Oh, this is this is definitely a ten for me. I yes. I knew it. Just, so I feel really bad. I mean, no, I I understand. Like, hey, I, I think the craft is a nine. So, oh, I can understand where you're coming. How do we from know that before, this. Brandon? Should we have let him cut his feed? Cut his feed, right? Yeah, cut his feed. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, wow. what are you doing over there? Cult of Z, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Doctor Chenard's over there. <laughs> I do. Where, where are you, uh, Mr. Uh, Z? Where, where am I? Uh, I'm at home. Eight and a half. Hey, that's, that's exactly where I am. A what? Eight, eight and a half. I guess. Okay. Cool. I love it. I yeah, love me too. It. I love part one. I love part two a little bit less, and then I love Curse, and yeah. then I really like Cult. That's it. The first two and the last two, and the ones, the, everything in, in between. 
it's not really my cup of tea, but mm-hmm. yeah. um, I'm, I'm lower than of... you guys. That's, that's what did you give it? You give I, it? I, I'm a six. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's why. That's why maximum overdrive had to come yeah, had in to get... higher. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had to come what? up because I'll put maximum overdrive on. Like I said, I will put that on, even though I know it's a bad movie. I'll put it on. Uh, no question. What's it this take one to I will get not, you into a seven for Chucky. This one will not not flip. What if flop. I told you when they shoot it as a little person that Watson was playing Chucky? <laughs> that <laughs> might go down. That makes it go down. Okay. <laughs> I know Watson wouldn't stoop to that level. Oh, <laughs> he didn't stoop. He crouched. <laughs> your co-host that they're talking about there b d whoever you are the after emperor <laughs> what i do now what i you do look like the grim reaper in bill yeah. and ted's bogus journey yeah. who i do yeah you look like death with a hood on because oh, i got a hood on okay, i'm cold down here I, i'm fucking wrenched this woman goes from fucking she goes from fucking blasting the fucking heat to blasting the fucking air conditioner in one day. Every year, there's never one time she's comfortable where he can just cook a fish, air out the fucking windows, let some air in the house. I always gotta be fucking burning up or freezing. Dave, of course, remember the- last week when Christian had to podcast in front of the shit pipes? Like, literally, <laughs> the shit's being flushed in his face. I would love for one of those pipes. Last to week, that's every week. That's where I, know, I, I was sitting week. earlier. Uh, so... Hopefully it was all that you wanted it to be and more. Oh, yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. Well, thank you. I, I, I knew, like, I've talked about Child's Play numerous times in the past. And like I said, I've never been very high on it, so I knew that going in. Um, I was kind of hoping this time would change it, and it really didn't. But I will say that damn battery scene is, is very effective. Battery's not included. That movie is not <laughs> so effective. And maybe I think I remember having a tear come down my eye, though, when I first saw it. Probably because I spent money to see it in the theater. I saw it in the theater, I think, too. Let's let Mitchell get back to his life before he gets wrenched. Put Saw 3 on for dinner tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I should. Either that one or the... Wait, that's the brain surgery one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, that one's great. Put that scene on during dinner tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, did you at least show her Saw 1 first? Say bye. Say bye. Hey. Bye and thank you. These guys are crazy. Say <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Say thank you. Uh, Good job. <laughs> Very cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Is there anything no, you want to pimp, Mitchell? Is there anything that you want to promote? Do you have anything going on? Do you, are you going to be at a convention coming up? No, I mean, I'll be in the convention in July over here. There's July 2nd to the 4th. Nice. So that'll oh, be kind of cool. Wait. I can't wait to get what, that. What is that? It is, it's called Mad Monster. Oh, yeah. It's, okay. it's going to be, I believe right now they have like Skeet on there. They have... Skeet, Skeet? They have Matthew Lillard, freaking... Oh, my God. It's almost like they're getting everyone from Scream. Oh, <laughs> they have um freaking uh, Jason on there from uh, New Beginning. Oh. Tom Morgan? They have Roy on there, and then they have yeah. um Junior and Ethel. Oh, nice. Wow. Oh, That's supposed cool. to be there this year. Awesome. So I'm going to probably have them sign my box set. <laughs> awesome. It was awesome. Ethel Merman. Would you shut yeah, so. the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys for having me. I mean, like I said, I, I, I mean, I literally listen to you guys every day at work. So oh, that's awesome. wow. it was just cool. Well, like you. finally getting to like you know actually talk with you guys like i mean i message dave every once in a while but 
just sitting here, like like I said, I listen to you guys every day, so I, I, I already feel like, you know. You know us? Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad it just sounds weird saying on. that, but yeah. I'm, I'm glad feel... you came on. I enjoy, like, you're only the second I... person to do it. Christine did it also, right. and I always say I wish more people would do it because this is the most fun. Like, we yeah. want to interact with, with the people who listen, and we want we love, we love doing this. And that's, yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, that's how I feel when you listen to people and, and, and whatnot, you, you feel like, you know, them. Cause when I listen to podcasts, it's it. You feel like you actually know these people after listening to them for a while, or at least know their tastes. And then we'll, every once in a yeah. while, we'll throw each other for a loop. Like Dave giving ghost story a 10 out of 10. Like, I mean, come on, Mitchell. What when you heard that? Did you want to turn off the show? I'm still not over that. <laughs> Look at Dave. Dave's like, why are well, you how, picking on me? <laughs> how is that different than Mitchell giving, uh, what do you call it? A 10 out of 10. It's no different. You guys gave Ace and he gave it a 10. We haven't right? done, what, we what haven't it? done 139 shows with Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> but we might, if you keep that attitude up. <laughs> I'm, just I'm kidding Dave it was for whatever reason that was the most surprising review rating in my mind in just of the more recent shows that's the only reason I pick it it out. was it was it was more see. shocking than Christian giving Toxic Avenger 10 out of 10 <laughs> it was I'm being honest because it just yeah. it just it came out of nowhere even your review didn't sound like a 10 out of 10 well, because I was fighting with you two, some of them. Yeah, so I think like, it's well, true. I think we were hard. negative Nellies on those. And, and well, yeah, there was only but... right. There's only so much I can do. I'm not going to continue to fucking prove a try to prove a point when I, I know did. I'm going nowhere. You know, so that's why I didn't want to dump on the on Child's Play too much because I know you guys liked it. I'd be I'd be destroyed if this went into like a, a deep argument about it. And I know that there are tons of fans out there. It just it doesn't hit the right. I, I just never been hot on this film, which is fine, which is fine. I said my piece. We're done. We're about to leave. And again, we never know how to end a show, Mitchell. This is like, you should know this by now. It's, it's yeah, like our, it's our like, thing. <laughs> right. Well, I'll tell everyone anyway. out there that, uh, again, because sometimes people don't know, we, we have the chat and we have the group on Facebook, private, all private. In case you didn't know, let us know private and get involved because so uh, apparently some people still don't chat. know. So. So there you go. There you go. Have it. Have all that stuff. We're all there. I mean, it's great now because there's only so many of us. That's what it's like. You know, we feel like we know each other, but that's because it's it's kind of like an extended family, you know, in a, in a manner of speaking, which is great about us being exclusive this way. That's the best part about it. That we only know so many people, and everybody like can get to know each other. Just like recently, there was a thing on on Twitter. And uh, it was Topanga. She put something up there because of her sister's husband had passed away. And she put a thing on there. And I said, listen, if there's going to be anything, you know, as far as like a, a fundraiser for something, because this guy passed away young. If there's anything, please feel free to let us know. We'll put it in the page. I'll put it on the social medias. We'll do that because, like I said, it's like an extended family. We like to take care of people. Everyone, you know, being cool with us. And that's the way I look at it now. So, Absolutely. you know. And that goes for any, if anybody, like ever anything, <laughs> right? Well, there you go. If anybody has something they want us to promote, we will do it. Just ask us to do it. You know, and that's what we're here for. So right on. But thank so you for again, coming on the show Mitchell, again. Yeah, it was thank awesome. You. Yeah. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Yeah. And we'll be out. We don't know what we're doing next show, but it'll be a good time. And, uh, Manchichi, Manchichi. <laughs> hey, we're all going to get laid. That's all I said. We're going to do that too. <laughs>